This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Former President Trump's lawyers are asking a judge to appoint a third party to review documents seized at Mar-a-Lago before Justice Department officials can go over them. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Trump's legal team is now trying to stop the FBI's review of what it took, claiming it's covered by executive privilege. Many legal experts say that's a specious claim likely to fail. CBS News legal contributor Keir Dougal says it may be too late. We're now two weeks in. Uh, presumably the government's been looking at these documents for the entire time. Two lawmakers from the same party are pitted against each other in today's primary in New York. CBS's Scott McFarland. After a messy and lengthy fight over redistricting here in New York, two powerful veteran U.S. House Democrats, Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler and Oversight Chair Carolyn Maloney, must run against each other. In Florida, Democrats choose their nominees to run against Governor Ron DeSantis and Senator Marco Rubio. In Texas. People like Alan Thompson in eastern Dallas are taking in the breadth of the damage from the nearly foot of rain that fell in just 24 hours. I've been here 13 years and this is by far by far the worst is ever flooded. CBS meteorologist David Parkinson says the system is moving east now. It's portions of northern Louisiana and western Mississippi that are likely to be seeing the most heavy and flooding rain. Investigators in Georgia are looking for a motive in what they say was a targeted shooting spree that forced a lockdown in Atlanta. Correspondent Jim Crisula reports. Police are trying to figure out why a woman fatally shot two people and wounded a third at two different locations in Atlanta's Midtown area. The shooting spree started at a condo complex. I've been in this building for 18 years. Definitely the worst day ever for this building. Police say an extensive camera network helped them locate the suspect at the airport. A new poll from the University of Chicago and the AP finds 71% of Americans believe gun laws should be stricter. That includes about half of Republicans, the vast majority of Democrats, and a majority of people who live in gun-owning households. In the midst of an opioid crisis, one state will not be setting up sites for drug users. CBS's Steve Kathan explains. California Governor Gavin Newsom has vetoed a bill that would have allowed opioid users in L.A., San Francisco, and Oakland to legally inject drugs at supervised sites. He says it would have brought a world of unintended consequences. Supporters said the bill would have prevented drug overdoses. Dow down 22. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Big Tech and the Deep State have an alliance to stop Donald Trump. Dick Morris reveals their dark plan in his new book, The Return. It also reveals Trump's secret plan to win in 24. A number one Amazon bestseller, The Return says America is at risk. Newsmax says you must read it. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. If you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. 
Hi, everybody. Good morning. Partly sunny today with showers and thunderstorms developing by late morning, early afternoon and continuing through the day. Highs today, 82 shoreline, 84 degrees inland. Showers and thunderstorms early this evening, then becoming partly cloudy, overnight low 68. Wednesday, a mixture of sun and clouds. Uh, temperatures 85 shoreline, 87 degrees inland. And then Thursday, mostly sunny and hot, 86 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy day. 77 in Norwich, 76 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. A man is accused of exposing himself in front of children at a campground in Killingly. State police say that incident happened Saturday night at the Hideaway Cove campground on North Road in East Killingly. 40-year-old Nicholas Holmes of Putnam, allegedly under the influence, exposed himself with children present. Holmes charged with public indecency, risk of injury to a child, and breach of peace. The current average price for a gallon of regular gas in Rhode Island is $4.08. That's 11 cents less than a week ago, and it's down 45 cents from last month. AAA reports the national average is $3.89 per gallon. It is $4 here in Connecticut. Despite yesterday's rain, there's a ban on outdoor fires at all state campgrounds and parks in Rhode Island. Started on Saturday, will remain in effect until further notice due to extreme drought conditions. The Department of Environmental Management says over 70 brush fires statewide have burned over 40 acres so far this year. Showers and thunderstorms today, high of 84. It is 77 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH, and now Stu Breyer. Howdy. Howdy. Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl. Was she great or what? She was a pearl. She was adorable. She was adorable. How come the average in Connecticut is $4 when there's supposed to be uh, no gas tax? We should be lower than that, huh? Well, it would be four twenty-five, I guess, if it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that much lower than... should be be below... Not that I want to complain, but just should be lower than other places that still have the gas tax and they're under four. So there. Yeah. Yeah. What you said. Whatever I just said. Whatever you said makes sense. Ah, day. Yeah. Really? Oh, my goodness. Let me write that down. Well, let's see. The hardest places in America to sell your home. Mm. Survey says... Hardest places to sell your home? Yeah, here's a, here's a, a list. Hot housing market? Yep. Mm. Number one is Bridgeport, Stamford, Norwalk, Connecticut. Really? Yep. Huh. Tough to sell your home there. Now let's, get out of, let's get out of Connecticut That's now. Uh, Cape Coral, Fort Myers. Really? Oh, all right. Tough. You would think What's that would be. That? I don't know. It's, it's just amazing. Northport, Sarasota, Brandonton, Florida. No, I thought oh. Florida was the hottest places to get uh, sell your stuff. New York, New Newark, New Jersey, Jersey oh, City, yeah. very difficult yeah, to I sell your home there. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Number five, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach. All these Florida All these places. From Florida places. Thought everybody was moving to Florida. I know. I don't understand that. Anyway, it's, it's supposed to be accurate. <laughs> huh. Number six, Boise City, Idaho. I thought that was a hot market, like one of the hottest. Well, it's cooling off, baby. Hmm. Number seven, Charleston, North Charleston, South Carolina. What? <laughs> People dying to get down there. Well, they're not making it. Uh, <laughs> number eight, Boston, Cambridge, Newton. 
Mm. Massachusetts, really? New Hampshire. Very Hardest tough to, to sell, sell your, your house, house there. Chicago, Naperville, Elgin, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Hmm. Tough place. Tough. Finally, Cincinnati. What? What? <laughs> Cincinnati. Very tough to sell your home there at Hopefully this particular time. my brother's time. not going to sell then. Well, is he looking to sell? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That's good. So there it is. Uh, what is the... Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you do a lot of traveling? Um, well, yeah, I do my fair share, I guess. What Having is your, family out of state. When you think about it, what was your, your best or your worst when it came to traveling? We were going to vacation in St. Louis. Uh, I'm going to say 2015. Mm-hmm. We flew down to Reagan Airport to get our connecting flight to St. Louis. And we were there for two days. Ooh, yeah. They had a huge uh, computer network failure all along the East Coast with the airlines and the airports. And we were in that airport for 12 hours trying to book another flight. And luckily, I had a cousin who lived in Gaithersburg, Maryland, which is not far from D.C. And he happened to be home, and I called him, and he came and got us, and we stayed there for two nights. It's nice to be connected. Nice You'd to still be, be in that airport right now. Worst uh, travel experience ever. Travel it was experience. crowded. It was chaos. Mm-hmm. It was cramped. It was about the time American Airlines and U.S. Air were merging, so they didn't have their crap together. It was just awful. Worst ever. Sitting around the airports, and you sometimes twelve you hours. See, sometimes you see people. Uh, yeah, I've been in maybe eight hours the most in an airport, which is eight hours too much for me. Yeah. Um, my uh, my best was uh, visiting Normandy, which was mm. quite an experience, and they were honoring the veterans, and uh, I was on that beach, and there were still some cannons there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a feeling that was. I, I've heard that. If you go there, you feel it. Oh, my You feel the emotion and the, the power of it all. Yeah, I've and heard there that. There was hardly anybody on the beach. You know, just a couple of people that are, you know, checking it out, picking up stones. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, I guess, one of my worst ones was uh, when I went to Russia. Really? Not that the people weren't nice there. They were. It's just you, you got that feeling... They were not happy people. Just a depressed area. Yeah, depressing. Yeah. And you you still felt uncomfortable. You had to watch what you say. You know, the people that let you in the country that had this sour puss on their face. Mm. And I wanted to go home. Yeah, I've never really had the urge to go to Russia. I yeah. think my sister-in-law has been there. But well, and you, I think you're the only two I know that's been there. I don't think anybody has the urge now. But, uh, Not now. No. I didn't bring back the candy with a picture of Putin on it. And, uh, yeah, you gave me a one, and I still one. haven't eaten it, thinking it's poisoned. <laughs> I know. That's the least. The last thing you need is something that's poisoned to go bad. Y- so yes. You've had it for so long. It's still over there. Yeah, just put it in the freezer, and maybe it'll be worth nothing in twenty years. Yeah. Maybe he'll be done in twenty years. Who knows? Hopefully, geez, I don't think it's going to take that long. Hopefully, but my uh, my wife does a lot of traveling. Yes. My traveling is, you know, basically, I've been to seven malls. That's about it. But um, she was in Egypt once. Really? She's a daredevil. She went on a camel ride. Wow. 
I've been on a camel. And the guy didn't want to bring her back from out in the desert unless she gave him some money. Oh, I think I remember you telling me that. I told you that story? Yeah. That's Scary stuff. Anyway, she ended up jumping off the camel, and I guess when the guy got back, he was punished severely. Good. So uh, in another trip that she had, there was a tour bus. She was on a tour bus. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you imagine seeing that? And the tour bus ahead of them fell off a cliff. Whoa. Good thing it was ahead of them and not theirs. I know. Can you imagine seeing that horrible thing oh my happen? Gosh. Ew. That's awful. But she's had some wonderful vacations. And, uh, and Paris mm. was nice. I like Paris a lot. I was uh, really packed at the Louvre. Yeah, I'd like to go to Paris someday. Yeah, I've never but, been. Uh, I'm not much of a traveler, really. I'm pretty content to be around my area nowadays it's such a pain i'm trying to book a flight to indianapolis to go to family weekend really at indiana and it's like the times are terrible the prices are terrible it's like what are we doing i don't know if i've told you this but my sister's in travel really and some of the horror stories she tells me about people stuck in airports and uh cancellations and it's just why? And oh, who needs to go unless you absolutely have to? But I'm thinking about driving instead. Yeah. And I just got back from there in a 14-hour drive. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It is tough. But I'm almost willing to do that than to book a flight. And book a flight. So I just I just checked one a minute ago. It's it's like what was it? Two twenty twenty three hundred dollars for two of us to go to Indianapolis. Hmm. Yeah. What would first class be? I know. This was just, you know, yeah. back there with the cargo. I try to save money going the lowest class of the airport, you know? Yeah. I'm all you know, even if it's smoking section. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in the toilet, <laughs> I'll go. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun anymore. It's, so. just, it's the worst. I don't think they wear masks anymore in the airplanes, though. No. It's I heard fun. somebody say on TV this morning on a news story that if, I did my job like airlines do their jobs, I'd be fired. And I'm like, how did they get away with this? It's like they're poorly run, they're poorly operated, Mm -hmm. they're poorly managed. Yeah, and those are the good things. Mm -hmm. they still are in business. I don't know, people are getting pretty disgusted. I mean, they're going to be lowering rates. They're pretty soon lower rates because people are getting disgusted. uh, Well, it's supposed to be... Cheap Trip Tuesday or something, and I've been looking. Cheap Trip and, Tuesday, and it's not. And you, you can't. I don't know when that starts. Is it well, noon? Cheap it's Trip. It's not now. Tuesday, except for Indiana. Except for Indiana. That's yeah. A, that's it. No. Well, anyway, one of my best uh, vacations was a cruise uh, many many years ago. It just you know we were with the right people. It was a lot of fun. I've never been on a cruise. Oh, well, you would love that, Mike. Probably really. Would like it, yeah. Unbelievable. Probably. I got to tell you all about it. So. Mm. But you know, if the if the weather is bad, and you're doing a little rock and roll music, yeah, no thanks. And you see, uh, when you get back to your cabin, there's a bag in front of your door. <laughs> you know there is a problem. Do they do that? They put there just in case. That happened one time. It was just terrible weather. Yeah. And they they gave you a bag and mm-hmm. said you might need this. And when some of the people working on the ship were getting sick, so. Uh. But once we were there, it was okay. But it was. Uh, Anyway, yeah. most of them are good. What about I those like river them. cruises? You ever done one of those? Yeah. Those, those, those look good. We're thinking of doing one this, uh, well, next October. Next, next October. Yeah. Okay. 
Want to come? Sure. Okay. I'm in. You're in. I'll give you the contract after the show. All right. <laughs> give me the bag. <laughs> Comes with your own bag. <laughs> so, yeah, there's uh, there's always the good and the bad with each yeah. trip. And, of course, yeah. the coming and going to me is the worst because I don't yeah. like, I don't like uh, airports. I don't like flying. And uh, once you're there, most of the time it's pretty good. But I don't recommend going to Russia, particularly now. No. No. Not a good place. Not going to happen. No. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. No, don't get confused when I say Russia, bad place to go. The Russian people are very nice. They just seem sad to me. That's all. They were just sad and going through the motions. And maybe I was expecting that. I don't know. So what uh, traveling experiences do you have? Why, well, welcome to the program. Good, Good morning. Good morning, sir. Papa Stu, happy belated birthday. Thank you, my spiritual buddy. Thank you. How was your birthday? It was very nice. I heard from folks I haven't heard from in a long time, and that was surprising and nice. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about what's happening in Ukraine, the war, that is, and then you hear and see things on the news. A girl, I believe, was killed in an explosion in a car mm-hmm. over there. And then this morning, on the, just before you came on, the news talked about uh, someone who exposed himself to a child in, in Connecticut. Yeah, and, that's a... And it goes on and on and on. You know, the, mm-hmm. the big... You usually see a lot of the criminal activities in large cities, but they happen in small areas, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> but, you know, Stu, I'm, I'm saying all this because I, I I don't... You know, I want to check in with the United Nations and see if they are doing anything or have done anything to, to try to address the issue of criminal behavior and violence as it pertains to, and I'll spell it. Can I spell it? It's only three letters. Oh, okay. I can handle that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's spelled M-E-N. Men. Yes. It, now, I don't, I want to say right away that this, what I'm saying doesn't pertain to the majority of men. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, when you, when you see these criminal acts... You're absolutely right. So I think there's something, you know, we're in the new era now, uh, new century. I think we need to begin to look at what we can do to, 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 to stop some of the behavior by, by, by men or to help them we we can't keep going on this way there's always been more crimes see I believe the leader of uh, Russia was a woman we wouldn't have this war well I don't know about that but certainly um, through the years we probably would have had less wars 
if some oh, of yeah. the leaders were yeah. women, although, you know, there are some that are really... Yeah, but nasty. we've learned a lot of lessons, see. It's not to say that this is something that has happened just in today's era, but, you know, it, we've we've learned a lot through history, you know, through the Civil War and so forth and mm-hmm. on and on and on. So we know that, you know, violence doesn't really, you know, they fought the Civil War to to get rid of a, a, another issue that was inhumane. So that's all I really wanted to say. I hate to do that. No, say this, it's something to think about. It, it's been bothering me for a long time. So why are men so much, so much more angry? And, you know, you think of dictators like Mussolini and you yeah. think of uh, Hitler and uh, Putin. And, uh, yeah. Well, I think we maybe we, we need to study it. Some of us need to study why this happens primarily to men. That's mm-hmm. not to say that women don't have issues, too. Well, some of them do, but, you know, 99% of dictators have been men. Yes. And and mostly when you hear about the mass shootings, it's coming from men. Mm-hmm. Okay, if... so have a nice day. All right, maybe we can figure this one out today. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye. What's come on, guys? What's wrong with what's going on with these men? Why are they so angry? What is the deal? Hmm? Power, and still in some parts of the world, men uh, dominate women, give them no respect. Just amazing when you think what's going on in the Middle East and uh, Afghanistan. Unbelievable. All right. Well, maybe we'll solve all these problems today. At uh, 889-5252, what is your best traveling experience or your worst one? You have an interesting story for us. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know, a long time ago when everybody stopped going to church and um, doing the Ten Commandments, which if you followed the Ten Commandments, our world would be a heck of a lot better place. But they took them out of the schools, and now kids are running rampant, and they're teaching them to be perverts. Period. You know, but anyway. Um, Is that all? Okay. Well, no. Today's paper, on the front page, Plum Island. Now, this has got Blumenthal all over it, right? And then on the center page, oh, A5, they're showing us a picture from 2014. No, that was a long time ago, okay? Why are they showing us a 2014 picture when they've got drones and everything that can show us what's going on there now? Uh, Are you wondering what I'm going to... Okay, ask me why they're showing us old pictures. Is this going in your conspiracy book? Oh, yeah. Okay. But I got... That picture, they're showing us the old picture because they're not telling us the truth of what is going on on Plum Island. I thought under Obama, I thought they wanted to sell Plum Island, okay? That's what the story was back then, and Blumenthal was all over that. Now they want it to be a national monument designation. Uh, 840 Island off a coast. I think it's still the same Plum Island site. Yeah, it was supposedly 
the site of a federal animal disease center. Well, there was. They, what do you mean, supposedly? It was, uh, I've interviewed people that worked there and what they had to go through before they went in and before they left. And uh, you, you, you know that's what it was. And they said that they were moving it to Kansas and off the auction block. Now, Connecticut, Blumenthal, Murphy, Schumer... Secretary of Interior, nobody that you can trust, okay? And I'm going to tell you why they're lying to us. Number one, they're showing us an old picture, and I know why. Because in the Sunday paper, I scour everything. I'm the type that would read between the lines. You're a scour, you're a scour, yep. Oh, yeah. In the day paper, in the classified marketplace, and then they have day jobs on Sunday, I've been looking at this and scratching my head wondering, what the heck is going on? So it says right here, um, okay, ASRC, Federal Field Services, immediate opening, project manager, coordination engineer, provides support for special projects assigned to operations and maintenance, contact research facility. Positions located on Plum Island. U.S. citizenship, ability to attain government security clearance, competitive wages. That one, they wanted a manager engineer. They're looking for an environment. There were three. A BMS environmental system engineer and a laundry person, meaning they're cleaning lab coats. But they all needed a security clearance. He's trying to claim with this picture, and, and Audubon's in there, and I will never give one more cent to the Audubon Society because they're not protecting our birds from wind terminals, wind, um, wind turbines. So what is your... The point is, what is the point this here? is a 2014 picture showing nothing there, basically, mm-hmm. when they're looking to hire people to work there as of this past weekend. And it's still up and running. I thought they put it in Kansas. And now Blumenthal wants to make it a national monument. Really? Uh, why? So you could take it off the, um, the uh, records of paying taxes on it and make it a... Yeah. You know, whoever. Maybe they'll just start to grow plums on it. I don't know. Well, he's not telling the truth. Plum Island is up and running, and it is still a research because they're looking for people to work there. And I can tell you. uh, So you really think it's the same as it was? Yeah, I do. I do, and I and I think Blumenthal is lying through his teeth. Put that in your first chapter. And uh, I got a Forbes. You wouldn't believe what's in it this month, but I will not okay. tell you about that. But I just thought okay. this Blumenthal thing proves that the government lies through their teeth. About well, you got to lie through something, and you know what I mean? Uh, being mm. told the truth by this bunch. All right, and Susie. You know, they want to give money to Afghanistan. Do you know Muslim Brotherhood has their hands all over Afghanistan? Muslim Brotherhood was going... Oh, my goodness, Susie, you're on a roll here. Got to go, buddy. Well, okay. there's, there's so much we're being lied to about, and I'm going to bring it to the surface. All right, put that in the book. Okay. See you later. Plum Island.
People who worked there for a number of years, and uh, maybe you did. You want to talk about it? Talk about the security and uh, how they were just wrapped up every time they were there, left, and the showers they had to take. And Anyway, what she's talking about is Senator Richard Blumenthal and environmental advocates are urging the Biden administration to designate Plum Island an 840-acre island off the coast of the North Fork of Long Island as a national monument. They're among many groups that have worked for years to save the federally owned land from development. The COVID-19 relief and spending bill Congress passed in December 2020 included language that takes Plum Island, the site of a federal animal disease center that is moving to Kansas, is moving to Kansas, off the auction block. Senators from Connecticut and New York, Democrats Blumenthal, Chris Murphy, Chuck Schumer, and Kirsten Gillibrand wrote a letter to Secretary of Interior Deb Haaland in April asking that she and the administration take action to permanently protect Plum Island, including through the, a national monument designation or any other protective conservation outcomes. Doesn't sound too bad to me. I don't know. Speaking at Fort uh, Saybrook, Monument Park in Monday, Blumenthal and Louise Harrison, New York Natural Areas Coordinator for the nonprofit Save the Sound, said they have since concluded that the National Monument designation is the best option. Save the Sound is part of the 120-member Preserve Plum Island Coalition, which has uh, talked about its vision for the future of Plum Island as a steering committee that meets monthly. Have you ever been to Plum Island? No, that was nothing that I ever was was on my wish list, really. I. You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley & Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients, and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications, but should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. We look forward to serving you soon. Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, 
Norway. No matter the season, there's always work to do. What's better than the legendary power and performance of Husqvarna to help make the toughest jobs easy on you? The added versatility they offer when paired with genuine Husqvarna accessories. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna parts and accessories, visit k and in Plainfield and at the Brooklyn Fair this weekend. There's a program that tries to get as close to the truth as we possibly can. 889-5252. All opinions are welcome on the program. That is our message. That is our motto. All opinions are welcome here. You do not have to agree with me. Some talk shows, they, they screen the callers and say, what are you going to talk about? Talk about anything you want. All right? Just keep it in fairly good taste. You know you know that. I don't have to tell you that. Well, everybody's been talking about Dr. Fauci, infectious disease expert, is going to retire. When I heard that, I didn't care. Do you care? Just to be honest with you, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't care if he retires. I don't think he knew any more than any other doctor, to be honest with you. And in some cases, he appeared to know less. So um, there are some people that are very upset that he's retiring. But he's still going to stay active, and he should. And he's 82. He's strong. He's tough. But um, what kind of a job do you think he did? I don't know. I think not a very good one. But I don't blame him for the whole thing because the whole disease still remains very mysterious. So Dr. Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, who became a household name, subject of partisan attacks during the COVID-19 pandemic. Why did that become a political issue? What does one thing have to be Republican or Democrat? But I guess it did become partisan. Announced Monday he will leave the federal government in December after more than five decades. It's a good run. Fauci directs the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. is chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden. He was with Donald Trump for a while. Also leads lab studying the immune system. But I've interviewed many doctors, and many of them I thought really knew more than he did. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. He was a good scientist until he became a politician scientist. He did get too much involved in politics. I understand that. But listen, people are still confused about COVID. You know, we never get a really definitive answer because I don't think anybody knows. Well... Anyway, he did make believed, mistakes. I, I kind of believe most of the stuff they they were telling us, and then when I got COVID, <laughs> I started not believing them anymore. Yeah, I mean, he did. <laughs> you know, he did mess some things up, but then it's a real serious thing. Yeah, I mean, my daughter-in-law so what, <laughs> has had COVID, and her eyesight isn't good anymore. You know, I've had fatigue since I've had that COVID back in June. I just haven't yeah. felt right. Takes just, a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Tired. I'm tired. I'm fatigued, um, and just not 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 the same. Um, I don't know. I hope it. I hope it goes up. away. You know, I called you for is this right on the front page of the New York Post today? This diplomatic uh, guy gets a they arrested him for rape, and this is not his first time apparently in New York. And um, they had to let him go because he's a diplomat. What What is up with this nonsense? Just because you're a diplomat from another country, you can rape anybody you want? That makes course, no sense to me either. this is in New York either. City again that this happened. Um, but, so that 
Is that what this means? You're a diplomat and you're here in the United States and you can rape anybody you want and get away with it? Do you remember where he's from? Not that that matters, but I was just curious. Uh, Charles Dickens, uh, uh, south of Sudan. Okay. South Sudan. I don't know why they would let him go. He raped uh, raped a neighbor, according to the uh, thing here. Brutal assault. And uh, they arrested him, and then they they uh, they you know, let him walk right out because he, he they, you know because he was a diplomat for today. This is not his first time either, according to his article. I can't read this whole article. No, okay, yet. that's fine. But I, it's just I don't. The bottom understand. line is, is they, they the diplomats, I guess, get a free pass. Uh, they 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 can't get arrested for whatever crime they commit. I never what? heard that mm-hmm. one before, Larry. That's new to me. Oh, well, yeah, it's it's in, it's in the post today. You get the post delivered there, or you don't? No, but I like the post. Any times that I, any time I've read it, they they're usually oh. ahead of the curve. So um, he could come over here and shoot somebody and kill him, and that's it. He'd yeah, well, he allegedly a brutal rape of this woman. And he should go His through a neighbor, trial. He according should. to this, according to this uh, article, and uh, like I said, he just, they had to let him go. Well, so that's, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't get it. Uh, 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 um, I don't know what Sudan what what they wouldn't do that to our uh, people. I don't think if we had uh, people in other countries and they committed a horrible crime, I don't think they would do what we do here. Oh, there's no but way unless the people of Sudan are you know, to say they're going to punish him. But he's got to go to trial. He's got to go to court, and he should do it here. Yeah. So, anyways, but one other thing that really just uh, disturbed me was they found some kid. He was on the news last night. He's 15 years old, mm-hmm. and he's on a Berlin Turnpike at 3 o'clock in the morning with his bicycle, trying to cross four lanes on the Berlin Turnpike, and he got killed, got hit by a car. Mm-hmm. Nobody caught, Nobody said, uh, uh, why was, what's this kid going out at 15 years old, 3 o'clock in the morning, riding a bike? It's obviously so, out of control. Um, the driver stopped. And the way they talked about it on the news last night was that like like they're trying to find a charge for the driver of the car. That figures. You know, like if like if you went to there was a light at that that light there, mm-hmm. and they're trying to find out if you went to a red light or, or if the light was green. Uh, that's what they're trying to find out. Like like find, trying to find everything they can pin on this guy that hit the guy with the bicycle who had no business. No, I understand. He had no business doing that, zigging and zagging. But if he went through a red light, that's a different situation. Well, yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know if they have cameras there or not, but uh, I was just uh, right off from the start, right from the beginning. So I want, I want, I'm asking myself, what is the kid doing riding a bike at uh, three o'clock in the morning at 15 years old? Where's, where's, where's his parents? So what is he doing? Well, I can imagine what the parents are like if that was the if that situation was created and he went out on his bike at three in the morning. Yeah. So. All right, buddy. But I mean, uh, crazy news again. Uh, I'm glad that family in California found, found their daughter yeah. so they can have a decent uh, burial for her. I'm glad that that's not going to go unsolved for her any, any longer. It's a shame that she died in that car, but uh, uh, at least they know now uh, and they can have a good burial for her. So I'm happy that they found her. I don't know if they're ever going to be able to tell if it was foul play or she just drove off the uh, into the water. I don't know. Yeah, I would say she drove into the water the way that was all situated from the from the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Larry. But, uh, 
Okay. Talk I'll talk to you later. Stuff. Yep. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. Good morning. Morning, sir. I would like to share this morning uh, comments. Um, Preston's town hall mm-hmm. just received a 4% increase in pay across the board. That's nice. But now, according to a new article by the day's Claire Bissett, that same first select woman, Mrs. Alan Gauthier, is planning on hiring a consultant at $13,000 out of the American Rescue Plan funds to compare town salaries with the city of Norwich in Brooklyn, Connecticut, which is located in Wyndham County. Brooklyn is larger than Preston. It has many commercial enterprises to pay their town salaries. In Preston, there live about 4,600 residents. A few dairy farms still in operation. Lumax Center on Route 2. Some greenhouses and Fleming's Feed all run by Preston families. Folks, a salary comparison could have been done by a simple phone call to towns to get the answer how much money other people earn by requesting an email or from the Internet. My opinion, what a waste of $13,000 out of the American Rescue Plan. Preston residents are not getting across the board raises. Over the past 20-plus years, nothing has really changed for the better to grant town workers city-style pay. As far as I know, there are new houses being built, which requires construction permits, equals reliance on residential taxes. Since Mrs. Allen Gauthier and Club Preston want big bucks, may I suggest they take all that knowledge and see if they're able to turn the 370-acre former state hospital Riverwalk property into a solar farm. Maybe provide free power to Preston residents? Never mind turning over Riverwalk for free to Mohegan Sun to make them richer. Town Hall ought to take care of local folks, not a federally recognized tribe. They're connected to the federal government. And please, Preston Board of Selectmen, no more talk of pay raises, not in our present economy. And a request to Town Hall, open the office Monday through Saturday. Being closed Monday is no good. No wonder business ever gets accomplished in Preston. I have family there, and I don't care for them picking their pockets. Thanks, Stu. Have a good day. Thank you for that. I love when folks call and talk about what's going on in their town, good, bad, ugly, and let the folks hear about it. You're on the air. Welcome. Guess you're not. Let me take a short break, and we'll be right back. 889-5252 at WICH. Our temperature is up to 77 already. A little toasty today, huh? Fox News commentary. Two-thirds of college Democrats refuse to room with Trump supporters. The loving and tolerant left strikes again. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-393-1881. That's 800-393-1881. 
According to a recent NBC News Generation Labs poll, 62% of college Democrats say they'd refuse to room with a student who voted for Trump in 2020. They, like their mentor Hillary Clinton, believe Trump supporters are deplorables, homophobes, sexists, xenophobes, and racists. Wow, stereotyping people before meeting them and vowing to judge them based solely on who they voted for sounds like the inclusive and tolerant left we're always hearing about. Would these hateful and intolerant liberals prefer a segregated dorm situation? This is what it's come to, folks. Aided and abetted by Democrat politicians and the mainstream media, young people people now find it acceptable to not only falsely label and vilify those who don't think like them, but feel they're entitled to keep them out of common spaces. Do these snowflakes realize what they're advocating is morally wrong and the opposite of equality, diversity, and tolerance they pretend to support? I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. That's an interesting commentary. That's uh, that's what's wrong with a lot of things in our country today. Uh, judge people on their character. Let's get to another call in just a moment. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. WYCH with Stu. Thanks for calling. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Good morning. Morning. You know, it's, so nice being, it's so nice being on vacation. I get to listen to your show every morning. Oh, thank you. Well, Hope you have well, a great vacation. Yep. Yeah, thank you. I was calling about the gentleman that called about the diplomat that committed a horrible crime and got away with it. Mm-hmm. I learned a long time ago, there's, we have it here in the United States, it's called diplomatic immunity. I didn't listen to the whole conversation because when I called you, I wasn't able to listen to the radio, so I don't know if you guys talked about it. Well, yeah, but we did. Called, yeah, go ahead. You, oh, you did, yeah. It's diplomatic immunity, and that means that a diplomat can commit anything from a minor traffic violation and, believe it or not, even murder, and they have immunity from that. They can't be prosecuted. That's Well, they should change that. <laughs> well, it, it needs to change that. That's That's what, you know... When I talk to people about different issues that we have in the United States, it really is a lot of things that would be simple to solve. Mm. Just be reasonable about it. If, if you're thoughtful and reasonable about it, and this is one of those things that needs to change. There should be no diplomatic immunity. Um, just like if one of our congressmen um, is running to uh, get back to the House up here in Connecticut, and they're doing 110, and they get pulled over, um, if Congress is in session and they're rushing back to Congress to get there, they don't get a ticket. They don't get a citation. They don't get anything. Well, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So, like I said, a lot of things would be simple to change. We just, uh, I don't know, stew for president. Uh, you know, what if a diplomat is a, a spy or something? I mean, it's, it's, I, right. I just can't, I, I don't. Wow, I'm, I never knew that. Well, it, I never knew that. It comes from, yeah, it comes from years ago. They figured anybody who's a diplomat has to be on the up and up. But then again, <laughs> and I, I don't want to talk politics, but I think Joe Kennedy was a diplomat at one point, and we mm-hmm. know the story behind, you know. You know his past is uh, pretty shady, pretty shady. Yeah. So we could fix things. We just did the things that seem to be common sense. Um, it's like I had a conversation with somebody this morning. And they were talking about the 2020 election and whether it was stolen or whether it was not. And I said, to me, it's as simple as if 
if you and I are standing right here at the counter and all of a sudden something's missing and you tell me to empty my pockets, I'm the only one who's here and I refuse to empty my pockets, it's pretty clear that I'm, the, I'm not emptying my pockets because I'm the one who stole it. Mm-hmm. So when you have a question about election and something comes up, whether it's stolen or not, empty your pockets. You know, show the machines, show whatever you got to do to show that it was all on the up and up. You'd get, you know, or like with the FBI. I don't want to go on and on, but when they said to turn the cameras off, that doesn't make any sense. That's like asking, you know, the police asking you to turn your phone off if they're, you know, giving you a ticket or something like that. You would think you'd want the cameras rolling to, to exonerate both parties. Well, you better you know? be careful. You're you're a little too logical. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I don't think I've ever been accused of that before. <laughs> no. Thank you, Stu. Some things are simple. Hey, it's good to hear from you. I'm glad you're able to listen this week anyway. It, very nice. Thank right. you very much. You're welcome. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Uh, yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. I'd like to, I like to talk to uh, about a uh, hypocritical president. Hypocrites? Hypocritical things in politics? Come on, really? He just stuck taxpayers with a bill of almost a half a million dollars for security fence around his Delaware beach house, which has been going on since last September. Mm. You know, well, but he didn't want to secure our border. Well, I want him to be secure, and I want our border to be secure. Yeah, I, I want the president to be, uh, have security. Mm-hmm. But the United States and the people who live here also need security. I mean, if you want security for your beach house then secure the border as well. Let me ask you this question. When people are polled, why isn't that one of the number one issues on people's mind, one or two? But it's not. No, it isn't. It's almost like maybe a lot of people don't realize what's happening on that border. Well, President Trump brought it to light. Yeah. That's what happened. Nobody really brought it to light until President uh, was elected. We have the... He did something about it. We have gangs coming in. We have cartel fights on the border. We don't know who's coming in. We have numerous drugs and, and people that have been on the terror watch list. Fortunately, they've stopped some of them, but imagine how many have gotten through. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Not, yeah. Oh, um, did you, the, the other thing, did you catch them, uh, the three Arkansas police officers beating this suspect into the ground? I saw the video. I did. And I want to know, learn more about what, what happened prior to that is what I'd like to what know. What difference does it make? Well, it all depends if he's uh, trying to kill he was, somebody. He was pummel, plumbing this guy. No, he was pummeled. Banging I mean, his head it, into the ground. I mean, once you had him down, obviously that wasn't necessary. But uh, they had had to be such anger for something he did or... I don't know. But naturally, it should never come to that. Once you have somebody incapacitated, no matter how awful and wicked and evil they are, that should, that's got to be enough. Uh, I don't think there should be police officers myself. You don't think we should have police officers? (laughs) Excuse me? I said, I don't think there should be police officers acting like that. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Most of them don't. But in this case, uh, it looked pretty heavy. I don't know what's going to become of it anyway, but they're definitely going to be, they'll probably end up getting fired. Yeah, they'll probably get fired, but that's not not no uh, police uh, department's protocol to beat people up like that. I have heard some things in the wind of what this guy was doing and threatening, and uh, I could see how the anger would have swelled up in the police, but 
once again, once you have him down, and he's not going to hurt anybody else, but I'm sure that uh, they'll get in trouble. All right, Stu, enjoy your day. Thank you. Take care. Hey, that video is br- brutal when you see it. Well, 89-5252. Poor police, you can see sometimes they're just at the end of their ropes. They just, you know, some things that are going on and uh, how people act towards them and... Uh, I can see how they would have hard to control themselves, but they have to do that. Let's take a break. When choosing a career path and you don't know which road to choose, maybe the best bet is to choose all of the roads. Your office will have 18 wheels and the view changes every mile when you drive a truck. To get there, come here and learn from the best. The adventure starts here with 160 Driving Academy. You can flourish with this in-demand career. Safe drivers inquire at 160drivingacademy.com or roll down to 35 Great Neck Road, Waterford. Here's some words you might like. Fun. Yeah, that's good. Family. Hmm, like that too. Oh, forgot this one. Free. And do you know where you'll find all of this? At Fire in the Tent. A free, fun family event this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Life is expensive these days, so getting live entertainment, music, a kid's carnival, messages that will inspire you, and it doesn't cost a thing? Sign me up. Fire in the Tent. This Saturday at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Eight minutes before 11, temperatures in the 80s today with high humidity, maybe some showers. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Morning to you. I missed you yesterday. I missed you, too. (laughs) I know what day it was, and I forgot it because I went to the... I'm using excuses. I went to the doctor, but that's all I had on my mind. You don't need any excuses. There are things more important. but, But can I read to you a little... I thought of you today that I read... Time is not measured by the years that you live, but by the deeds that you do and the joy that you give. And from birthday to birthday, the Lord, the good Lord above, bestows on his children the gift of his love, asking us only to share it with others by treating all people, not strangers, but brothers. And each day as it comes, brings a chance to each one to live life to the fullest, leaving nothing undone that would brighten the life or lighten the load of someone weary for, oh, I'm sorry of some weary traveler lost on life's road so it doesn't matter how long we live if we if as long as we live we unselfishly give and that's you oh you're so oh, sweet I said I wished I had that yesterday listen I'm, I like it today it doesn't well, that's you, and everybody knows it. You, you, you give us all happiness out here. Well, that's one of the kindest things anybody has said to me, and I thank you for that. Well, it's true. I hope everything's good with you. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still kicking. I'm on the right side of the road, I guess. You keep kicking, <laughs> we'll get you on the football team. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're having a football team? <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's a good idea. Can it be touch football? I'm kind of too old to tackle. I'll tell you right now, once for the radio station, I was in a touch football game. I thought it was they were going to kill me. Really? It's not as uh, not offensive as you would think. Yeah. I mean, these guys were out of control. They were touching like, boom. Oh boy, yeah. That was the last time I did that. Yeah, 
it's not that that's not the kind of touch football I learned as a kid. No, you know, the guys them when they get going and they got to win, man, they're big touchers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing today, Stu, isn't it awful? Yeah. They got to win. Everybody's got to be a winner. I know, it's just We were yeah. talking earlier uh, cuz I know you've got a lot of common sense. Why is it um when you read about these stories, it's predominantly men that are doing these bad things. What's, what's wrong with us? That's right. And I was thinking young men, too. All yeah, young. Yeah, a lot of young men, too. Yeah, I can see yeah. their, their upbringing is probably in the tank. But Yeah, well, I never know. gave that a thought that it's men, too. All the dictators. Because there are some, some very few women <laughs> yeah. speaking for us, our, you know, us. <laughs> Well, most most women are, you know, kind. Yeah, they're they're not as violent for sure. Um, uh-huh. But you know, I would love to see a woman president if it's the right one, of course. Yes. Not just yes. because she's a woman, but uh, right. I wouldn't. Condoleezza Rice would have been the wonderful first lady president, but didn't happen. She didn't want to run. Anyway, yeah, and, and it doesn't take brawn or anything. No. They just have to be smart, and they are. Of course, we've had a, a woman governor who I thought was ter- terrific, and uh, Golda Meir in Israel, she was really good. So, um, mm-hmm. Well, we had, um, oh, crying out tears, I can't think of nothing anymore. But, you know, that lady pre- uh, governor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ella Grasso. Ella Grasso, thank you. Yes. I was trying to, I was trying to go through my mind on that. Yeah, Ella Grasso. She was. Uh, yeah. When you she mention her good. name, people smile. Yeah. Well, of course, you can't please all the people all the time, as no, they say. Never, but. So there's got to be some that would say, "Oh, she was blah blah," but. And I didn't. Can't. I never cared what party she was in. I just liked her. <laughs> right. That's right. That's yeah. what I go for. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's a pleasure to hear from you, and thank you so much for that uh, poem. You're welcome. I was going to write it down and mail it to you. I said, I'm, other people have read things, so my turn. Okay. And I, I thank you for understanding that I I, for, I really did forget it. Well, <laughs> and here we talked about it two weeks ago. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. My daughter said to me yesterday, Mom, what day is this, last night? And I said, the 22nd. She says, what does it bring to mind? I said, oh, I can't think of nothing. And then she told me, and I said, oh, I feel so bad. I was so mad at myself. Your daughter remember that? Oh, yes, Pam. I am flattered. Yep. (laughs) Pam did, huh? Yeah, you'd think it'd be Margie, because you always played Little Red Riding Hood for her. I know. But Pam. It was Pam. Yep. Well, you have a terrific day, and thanks for for making my... You keep on being the way you are, because you're... I don't want to give you a fat head and say perfect, but you're pretty close. A fat head. <laughs> well, it, it's a little bald, but it's okay. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Take, Have a good take one. Take care of yourself. Yeah. A fat head. The way I've been eating, it's I'm working on it. We'll be right back. Summer on Block Island, things really get going. The restaurants, the bands, the shops, and beaches. And of course, Block Island Express, where things are more than just humming. Zipping you from New London to Block Island in total comfort on the fastest ferry from the mainland. Block Island Express. On the island, take it slow. To the island, make it fast. Book your trip today at goblockisland.com. 
Well, it's been an an interesting first hour, and we'll continue it next hour, if you like. Or I could do my juggling act that doesn't work very well in radio. I could just say, hey, I'm doing really good on this. Let me just give you a little reminder, because I have a few seconds here. The Leffingwell House Museum invites you to be part of the annual 2022 business-sponsored Scarecrow Garden. Any business or individual who donates $20 or more toward heating the museum... Scarecrow Garden is going to really help it out a big time. We we love our Leffingwell. We'll be telling you more about that. Remember, they're a society of the founders of Norwich, 71 East Town Street in Norwich. But i got to get to the news. We'll get to more of that later. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich and 94.5 FM. It's now 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Steve Kathan. Torrential rain, dangerous flash flooding. It's caused death and destruction in Dallas. Places in North Texas were swamped after historic rainfall. Up to a foot of rain fell in 24 hours, leading to widespread flooding and hundreds of water rescues. These women had to be rescued from their inundated home and car. I thought it was going to calm down. The rain keep coming. Not even five minutes. Just rushing into the house. The fire started floating, so I started, help, please help. There's the threat of more flooding. Flash flooding today in areas of Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Jim Crisula, CBS News. At least one death is blamed on the weather in North Texas and at the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Travel trouble. Our fly was canceled yesterday. It was canceled this morning, and now we're back again. One woman remains missing after flooding in Utah's Zion National Park. Forecasters say in spite of all the rain in the southwest, it only puts a dent in the region's drought. Former President Trump wants a special master or third-party attorney to review the documents that were taken from his Florida home by the FBI. CBS's Robert Costa. The New York Times reports that since federal agents re-engaged with Trump's legal team this summer and then searched his home, that number has climbed with more than 300 documents with classified markings obtained by the Justice Department. It's primary voting day today in Florida and New York as we hear from CBS's Scott McFarlane. After a messy and lengthy fight over redistricting here in New York, the parties choose their nominees for Congress, including in New York City where two powerful veteran U.S. House Democrats, Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler and Oversight Chair Carolyn Maloney must run against each other. In Florida, Democrats choose their nominees to run against Governor Ron DeSantis and Senator Marco Rubio. In northern Michigan, an unidentified virus has killed dozens of dogs over the past month. It's similar to a known virus that causes gastrointestinal illness, mostly in puppies. But state Veterinarian Nora Wineland says it's believed to be a different and more easily spread strain. If there's a problem and the strain is not going to be covered by the vaccine, then looking at the virus's genetics will help us understand that and then an update to the vaccine would, of course, be needed. Washington Post reports a former head of security at Twitter has filed whistleblower complaints with federal officials, alleging that the company misled regulators about its cybersecurity defenses and its problems with fake accounts. Wall Street right now, another down day. The Dow is off 164 points. The Nasdaq's down 13. The S&P is off 9. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today.
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. New findings indicate a healthy heart could be linked to a healthy brain. British researchers carried out scans on 500 adults aged 69 to 71 to assess the size of their brains and detect any blood vessel damage. They then compared the results with heart health tests conducted on the same people when they were 36. They found those who had shown the lowest risk of heart disease in their 30s were entering their 70s with bigger, healthier brains, and hence with higher mental sharpness and a lower risk of dementia. Vicki Barker. CBS News, London. It's a day of pageantry in Brazil as the embalmed heart of the emperor who declared Brazil's independence has returned to the South American nation for ceremonies worthy of a living head of state. The heart of Pedro I is contained in an ornate golden container that arrived from Portugal on an Air Force plane. Brazil celebrates its bicentennial next month. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Showers and thunderstorms today, a muggy one, high of 84. Showers and thunderstorms will continue early tonight, then becoming partly cloudy down to 68. Mix of sunny clouds tomorrow, high 87, and mostly sunny and hot on Thursday, up to 90 degrees. That's your Channel 3 early morning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Hi. Well, if I ever started a show like that, hi. It is uh, an open forum for this portion of our show. I will be talking with uh, Christian at uh, 105 from the Better Business Bureau. She's got some updates for you because we're here to make sure that no one gets ripped off. She's always there anytime I call her. And you can call her, too, with a question, too, when she, uh, we check in with her at 1 o'clock. Welcome to the program. Uh, Stu, Susan's uh, prayers were, were answered. for uh, On the Channel 8 News last night, uh, Norwich was the the big winner yesterday with the rain, 3.1 inches. All right, there's Susie. Uh, Norwich and Preston got hammered with rain, and some parts of Connecticut yesterday when we got all that rain got nothing. (laughs) It depends on where you're praying from, so I guess it worked for Susie. Yeah, so we got the most uh, out of that yesterday, which was nice. uh, But the ground was so hard yesterday, I watched the water just sit right on top of the grass and roll off. It was like rolling off. No kidding. Hmm. That's how hard the ground was. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was uh, it was really uh, something. But hmm. uh, well, I kind of figured. I thought maybe we got around two, but two inches. But they said three point one. So well, it's all. Uh, it's the other help. thing, I saw that video yesterday with those uh, those three idiots, and uh, all three of them should be fired and uh, also arrested for civil rights violations. Uh, it doesn't matter what that guy did prior. I don't even want to see the video prior. The prior incident or whatever this kid did has nothing to, nothing to do with what they did afterwards. The no, three I, of them, three I, cops against one guy, and one of them's punching him in the head, and the other one's kicking him all over all over the place. They had him subdued. All, all they had to do was put the down. No, I know that. I know that to be true. I mean, obviously, they just blew it. And, oh, I'm uh, telling you from spirit, you, you, I, I don't care what kind of mood you are or how bad this guy pissed you off. That's too bad that you're pissed off that, that he did something that you didn't like. That's no excuse for what those three guys did to that, to, to, to that kid. I know, and obviously, they'll be punished for it because uh, they he, should be fired. Well, fired they'll be and fired. They should be arrested as well, for yeah. civil rights violations. Mm hmm. And thank God the guy was white, but we got all kinds of uh, 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 racial stuff going on again today. Uh, at, um, uh, so you what don't hear that? nothing about this because the, you know something. This would be all over the place if that kid was black. You, you, this this would be an outrage. But uh, once again, the, the kid was white, so you don't hear nothing about it. Really? Nobody says nothing. <clears throat> I saw it on the news a few times, but I'm not hearing a lot about it. No. No, of course you're not. No, you know it would be a different story if they, if they, if they did that to, and that kid was black and they did that to him yesterday. But I don't care if it's white or black. They, these, got, these cops had no right to do what they did to him yesterday. That, that was a total disgrace. And, and, and then the cops got the nerve to the one who's taking the videos. He's got the nerve to put his hand. Did you see him put his hand up and tell him not to take vi uh, photos? I did not see like that part of the video. Videos. I did not see that part. No, they're yeah. they're they're cooked. Let's face it. I know they're cooked. Um, they, they, but they uh, that that was this is this is why what's going on in our country today. These cops do make bad for the rest of the cops, and, the, and then the rest of the cops can't do their job properly because. Uh, because people think that they're going to do something wrong to them. Well, I still think it's minuscule when you talk about the the good things that the policemen do, and they usually magnify one of these situations, which I don't think is that common. Yeah, well, there is three. You got to say say every ten cops. There's three cops out of ten right there that were bad. So that's thirty percent, which is not a good percentage. Okay. See, see what I'm trying to say? You didn't have one cop out of those three cops yesterday that had any brains. To, to try to uh, stop that that situation, at all, all three of them were involved in it. Have you heard much? And I know you're right. No matter what it is, have you heard much? What was happening before that situation? No, and guess what? I really don't care. I don't even care if the guy shot a gun off off before that incident. They had him. They had him detained. Three officers against one guy, they had him detained on the ground. They had him detained. No, there was no need for anything else to take place. Still. Whatever mm -hmm. happened before that, that, you can charge him for that stuff. But you have no right to, to have the guy detained for whatever he did prior no, I, I, to that incident. I, I know you're right about that, and I'm obviously I said it earlier, but um, it's just sad that it'll happen because people will say, oh, the police are awful, and they're not. The police are what? People will say, oh, the police are awful, and they're not. 
No, they're not awful, but these these three were awful. Yeah, yeah, I understand. They make, they, yeah, they make the rest of the the, the, the now how how's the rest of the, the department that they work for? How are they going to be able to carry their job out correctly in in the town that they work for when these three idiots did what no. they did to this guy? If you have common sense, you realize that it's an isolated situation, and the three will be punished. Yeah, well, that's not the way the general public uh, usually looks at things, especially uh, in today's world. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, right, Larry. They, they got to be punished and they got to be fired, and they, I hope the Department of Justice brings them up for civil rights violations for for the uh, mm. treatment that they gave to that kid yesterday because he did not deserve it. Okay, thanks for bringing it up. You would know better than anyone. Yeah, thank you, thank- former policeman Larry. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. <laughs> Maria. So I'm thinking, you know what I think? And my boss used to if say. I know what you thought no, I would be a psychic. But I know you're going to tell me. What? <laughs> so I wanted to say, uh, I'm listening to Larry. Now, I think that the tolerance today, uh, trying to apprehend um, people, okay, is a lot different than when he was working. Okay, you got more of a and more so uh, violent crimes they're not complying they're resisting arrest the, they're either under the influence um, um, they're out on parole they're dangerous I'm thinking about the young guy that was I can't remember where it was a mall or Macy's or something like that uh, suspected of uh, stealing so the security guard approached him and he got shot in the stomach you probably heard that one right so anyway I, I you heard can't... it I'm not sure it was exactly that way uh, but okay I, I know about the incident and well he tried to wrestle him first mm-hmm. but the, the the kid had uh, a gun on him yeah. and he shot him in the stomach Oh, he, he shot the uh, the guy that was security wrestling. Security guard. Okay, right. That's yeah. I knew. I didn't think the other way was the other way around. He shot the security guard, and uh, it's it's tough out there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm just saying that yeah. what you're apprehending today is a lot more, and it's a lot more violent. They're running away. They're armed. Um, uh, there's a lot of resisting. Whether it's a, you know, they have a mental health issue or whatnot is very dangerous, and you can't play nicey nicey. You know that's what I see. And me uh, watching that, if I was, you know, I I wouldn't be in law enforcement because I my tolerance. Uh, I, I couldn't tolerate that. Well, you have to have a lot of, tol- of tolerance for sure. You you really do. And uh, I think a lot of policemen have lost their lives because they're afraid to do things because they're going to be uh, either... They're going to be called the people who are doing the bad things. And um, so it's, there's a middle zone. I mean, sometimes you have to use force. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, see... Um now, we saw the tail end of, uh, well, a part of that video, but I'm thinking, uh, you know, when I'm watching a lot of these uh, people that are getting rearrested, they're out on parole uh, very early, a lengthy uh, criminal history, and they're let out, and yeah. they're doing the same exact 
thing. And they think they can get away with it, and they do, because we there are some brainless people who are running some cities that uh, don't get it. Well, listen, i got to run. Thank you. You're welcome. Maria, I just got a call from Maria. Is that a song? You're on the air. Welcome. Hello there. You're on the air. Hi there. Yes. I'm here for the second inning. Second inning. There's a three and one. Nobody on. Yes. I think I let off on the first hour. I was the leadoff hitter. (laughs) But, you you know, Stu, I'm calling this time because of what uh, Larry said, uh, the former police officer. Mm -hmm. First of all, I I believe he should consider... Maybe not now, maybe down the road of running for mayor of Norwich. Uh, He said some things that perhaps you're not aware of, that police officers do things and they get away with them. And the police department over the course of many, many years have allowed police officers to get away with a lot more than they are now. Right now they have we have cameras they haven't had cameras in the past an example of a police officer a police department that has been corrupt has been the one in Louisville Kentucky and there's been those in Minneapolis and other parts of the country and they have to change their policies they've been getting away with bad behavior for many, many years. I, I, I know, Stu, that's something you don't like to talk about, but the police have, have to clean up their act. Well, I'm not uh, again, naive I to the give Larry, uh, the police officer, yeah. a lot of credit for what he said. All right, my friend. Thank you. Okay. I'm not naive that there haven't been bad cops through the years. I'm not naive of that. But we have cameras now. And they have to deal with so much. I remember when the uh, riots were going on, 2020 riots, and the police were lined up, lined up to try to keep it in control, and they they weren't getting involved. They didn't want anybody to get hurt. And these uh, young people were screaming at the top of their lungs at them, humiliating them saying all these unbelievable things that weren't true and you and I was thinking boy they really have control and they have to really have control meanwhile places were burning and people were getting hurt and because of the uh, some situations they blame all the police which is of course ridiculous in anything it could be a, if there's a bad school teacher does it make any sense to hate all school teachers our priests have done some terrible things, so should we look at every priest like they do those things? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And that's what the people have been doing with the police. Naturally, you don't ever want a policeman to break the law and do things that are not what they're supposed to do, and they should be punished. I wish everything was a perfect situation, but it isn't. We'll be right back. I'm floored. I'm floored, too. It feels good to be floored. 
I'm floored and I like it. Thanks to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpet, a huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing is available for qualified buyers. By the way, thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for another year. Remember, Clough comes to your home to measure and give you an estimate for free. We stand behind our floors. Ask about our Carpet One beautiful guarantee and get ready to be floored with Cloughs. Family owned since 1972. Across from BJ's on Crossroads and Waterford and at CloughCarpetOneWaterford.com. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. All right, anything's on the table if you would like to uh, have a computer on the table. Don't put your elbows on the table. Remember that? That was one of the first things we learned when it came to etiquette. No elbows on the table. And no feet either. All right, we're talking about uh, a lot of things. People like to pick on the police, though. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. Yeah, there's been bad things in the past. There's been some corruption in the past. So what's the alternative? Hmm? 
Naturally, you want to have the best police force you possibly can, right? They now have videos where you can watch things. and uh, But everybody likes to jump on the anti-police bandwagon. Have you noticed that? Well, I don't know why that is, because what will we do without them? Look at how bad it is with them trying to control the crime in this country. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, good morning. Hi, Stu. Good morning. How are you? Well, hello, my friend. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Uh, just have another sickness. It's always something when you get older, no matter what you do. Uh, I was calling to say I definitely would not want to be a policeman or a policewoman. Well, obviously, because there's a grief. shortage of police all over the country. Like They, they don't need this aggravation, right? Oh, no. It's, um, it's really a shame. Um, I have to admit, if, if, oh my gosh, if I was a police man or woman and somebody spit in my face, God help them. Yeah, you got to control your temper. I don't think temple. I would like it. Your temper, you have to control that. It's, uh, oh. It's amazing. It's, it, you know, they're human. Sure. It's just, well, when I was growing up, you know, we had a town, well, we had a constable, you know. Uh, but back in the day, uh, um, I, I just, I wouldn't want to do anything to get in trouble. You know, I, I mean, God, I, uh, you know, when my mom, well, you know, I, I would have left home young, but uh, golly, uh, the police I respected, and uh, I was a runaway. I um, wasn't a nice kid, not, you know. Well, you but, turned out to be a nice adult. <laughs> Boy, it's been a rough road. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you know, being when I was young, I, I think the police were respected more. I, I really oh, do. I was afraid of the police. I mean, I didn't well, want to do yeah, anything bad around the too. place. Which is I, all right. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I, dear me, I'm looking back hmm, maybe 60 years ago because I'm old. Uh, but when, you know, we'd go to Ocean Beach and uh, the cops said, behave yourself. And there were some wonderful people back then that were police, the whole families. One of them was my driver's ed teacher. And uh, golly, you, it was just a whole different thing. But I gotta tell you, even with uh, individuals that weren't in the, in the police job area, if, if a young guy and another guy got into a fight, they went out back and punched each other. Nowadays, it's like, oh my God, they've got a gun. You know, you 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 just have to watch when, what you're doing today. You can't. It's just horrible. And uh, mm. Maria was speaking of the the uh, the guard up at the mall. I mean, that's not too far. I think it was Manchester Mall. Was that Buck, Can you Buckman imagine? or Buckman Mall? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Can you imagine the security guard? Just trying to apprehend uh, somebody that was stealing, evidently. Well, that's what they were then, there for, and um, right away, it's uh, the gun comes out, and these are different times. And, oh, you're right. You know, I oh, said I was heavens. afraid of the police. I, I want to retract that. I had uh, respect for the police when I was growing yes. up. Well, as well as uh, our elders, we had respect for. And when people, you know, my husband's a computer 
giant, Mike. He's been in it for many, many years. And I'm quite the opposite. But I don't think the computer, the cameras, the cell phones, the kids' games are really that good for them. I really don't. No, I don't think I so either. And, think. of course, the, the Hollywood elite, you know, is complaining, you know, with gun control and this. And then they have the most violent movies that they put out. They You're are right. extreme hypocrites. All of that yeah. contributes to a gr- degree, but it's it really goes back to crime and punishment. If you don't feel right. you're going to get punished for the crime, you're going to keep on doing it, and so many people keep on doing it. I know. You're right. I wanted to mention, um, I wanted to ask, you know, now I like the other lady that called in, I've missed hearing her. She's been on your show for years, the one that uh, writes the poems and mm-hmm. such. What did you want to ask? Um, what was that uh, serial killer here in Connecticut? What was his name? Michael Ross. Oh, do you know, not that I want to get into it, but do you know if they have a book on him? Someone's written a book? I know there he? are tons of books on serial killers. I don't know if he's one that's uh, in a book, but I don't know specifically if there is one. But it's uh, Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I know a lot about that case because we covered it for so many days. And uh, Oh, I remember, yes. Yeah. So many years ago. But I heard that uh, he had been raped by his uncle when he was six years old. I, I had what not a, heard that. What a, horrib- what a horrible life that I did that not. Man. I did not hear that at all. I never heard that. Yeah, uh, but I, I you know, uh, somebody was talking about him because one of their neighbors or one of the daughters that got killed, but I didn't know that he had murdered people in New York and this and that. He attempted to kill, there was an analyst in New York, he attempted to kill her. Oh. And, of course, they didn't follow him. I mean, he should have been in jail anyway, but no, 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 he he, uh, did not kill her, so they lost track of him. How could you lose track of somebody who's... uh, attempted to murder somebody and uh, he right. went into Connecticut and he kept getting worse and worse and that's what happened oh my god it was terrible no I just you know I never followed any of these uh, stories you know of course I've been listening to your show since I've been young and uh, I remember that you brought somebody on a sister or someone that was oh. almost got killed by him? I, I can't remember. Well, but it was we a did long a lot. time I mean, ago. I knew somebody personally who was killed by him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because at that time I lived in Lisbon up that way on a farm. And uh, But I must say, anybody today, keep your doors locked. Don't go in the well, cars. I'll but, tell you one thing, that Ross would be alive today if he didn't say that he wanted to get electrocuted. Yeah. It was his idea, yeah. or he still would have been alive today. Wow. And um, that Ted Bondi, Bundy, my God, my I don't read this stuff, but one of my kids do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Well, but, I, you know, there's so many things that I didn't you're, read you're, because you're gonna I drive, don't want to know. You're going to drive yourself bonkers if you keep exploring those things. There's a percentage of people who are evil, and most of them are not. Oh, absolutely. It's true. But, like, I stay home, and I listen to your show most all day long, even the man that's on in the afternoon. Well, I hope that you feel better. 
Okay. Yeah, I um, I've got a mass on the side of my neck. They said I might have an infection mm-hmm. from a viral type thing. So, but I'm home. I'm going to be oh, eighty okay. in a while. So I had I'm something no spring chicken. <laughs> I had something similar. I don't know if yours is different. I had something similar recently, and they just told me it's going to go away. Oh, okay. Because so, I did take an I did take an X ray of it. Yeah, they did an ultrasound of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm on antibiotic. But you know, mm-hmm. wow, you just got to be careful and don't eat the lettuce at Wendy's. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> right. Stu. Bye. I don't want to get Wendy's in trouble here. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hey, Stu. Hi. Oh, the places I've been, things I've seen. Hey, I saw Michael Ross, but I told you that before. After the fact, they put the picture in the paper, and I said, Hey, I've seen that guy in Preston. Yeah, Preston's own serial killer. I even know where two graves that he tried to dig were. And I never equated it with that. Oh, what the heck are these? And I, I know two places where he tried to dig graves, but he ended up way over on the other side of town in that swampy area where he threw bodies and stuff. You no, know, I could get into it, but it's too heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it's, it's too hard. icky, but yeah, Extremely one of Preston's little stuff. secrets. Mm-hmm. But, um, hey, I, I heard um, Larry. Yes. And I, uh, it, it's like, don't thank me for the prayers. Um, thank God that it rained. And anyone, 24 hours a day, anytime, can call my prayer line. It's a simple number, 1-800-700-7000. And 24 hours a day, and all you have to do is say your first name and what the problem is. And they will pray with you, and they are the nicest people. And I'm going to tell you what happened yesterday when I called to tell... It's raining. I was so happy. I wanted to tell them. And the lady I prayed with last week, mm-hmm. her name is Ginger. She happened to be take up the phone. I said, Ginger, it's raining. She says, oh, I was thinking about your water table. Her husband had been up. This is out of Virginia. But her husband had been attached to the subbase. So I was talking to someone who knew the area. So her prayers and mine, two or more come together, you know, God obviously answered, and I didn't know it was only Preston and Norwich. Cool, but you know what? I'm going to pray some more that it doesn't, well, that our water tables get refilled. God knows how much they need. You know, it's interesting. Susan, 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 it's interesting. You're praying for rain here, which is fine, and other parts of the country, they're praying it doesn't rain. So God but, has, yeah, a, but they're God, getting rain. God has a lot to do. Hmm? Look at Dallas. It just got 10 inches overnight, and they're flooded. Hmm. So, you know. That was, that, but, well, it's a lot I, of juggling I have for my God. thoughts about the places that are in drought, and then all of a sudden they get a get a foot of rain overnight. And I don't know about okay. that. Okay. I don't know about that. All you right. know my conspiracy theories about the weather. I understand. Let a smile be your umbrella. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Let a smile be your umbrella. It's a song that goes back into the 40s. I don't know. It wasn't around. I just remember hearing about that. So how's your day going? Hmm? You feel like a Shirley Temple? Oh, I eat watermelon and I have four years. Sing polly wally doodle all day. 
I like watermelon, but it wet my ear. Sing Polly Wolly Doodle Holiday. Baby grass tastes good to a moo cow mouse. Sing Polly Wolly Doodle Holiday. But I like chicken 'cause I'm from the south. Sing Polly Wolly Doodle Holiday. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org/action. And CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Somebody sent me an email of uh, one of uh, Cal Lord's uh, columns. And I like Cal Lord. He's been on our program, and he puts something in the paper, I don't know, every week, is it? Cal Lord, a a weekly uh, message. He's the pastor of Central Baptist Church of Westerly. And they sent this to me because they thought it would be a, a nice thing to read to the audience. Okay, sure. The Bible opens with the image of God speaking a word, and the whole creation springs forth. Words are powerful. They can build a person up. A word of encouragement or love can bolster a person's self-worth. Words can also be used to crush and destroy. Harsh and condemning words can stick with a person their whole life, robbing them of any sense of dignity or even purpose. Boy, I'm telling you, that's so true. So what you say to your youngsters and what you say to people, be careful with your words. The problem with words is that they are so easily thrown around. When I was in the play, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, I was tempted to add words to the lines I was given. Yet the words in the script were carefully chosen to create the mood and were sufficient to move the story along. It was me that wanted to keep spraying words out, hoping to add a little bit more. The truth is that a lot of us say more than we should in real life. We say thoughtless things. We need to be more careful with the words that we use. I'm not talking about political correctness here. I'm suggesting that we need to be more intentional in the things that we say to one another, and we need to be quick to apologize if our words have caused pain or hurt unintentionally. Recently, Cal says, I was deeply hurt by words that were thrown at me. They stung because they were untrue. The truth is that we've all been on the receiving end of thoughtless comments directed to us. On the other hand, we've all said things we wish that we could take back. So what do you do with words? How do you fix things when you've said too much? The answer was simple. More words. Words of apology. So often we say things that hurt other people and never mean for them to do so. I think that was the case with what happened to me. I did feel better after the an explanation and apology was made. 
These hurts are misunderstandings happen because we don't heed the old saying, please engage the brain before speaking. He says, today, I want to encourage you to choose words that will help build up those around you. Share words of encouragement, appreciation, love, and admiration. You want to bless others. Do it by genuinely listening to people. Do it by thanking people for the blessings they share in your life. Do it by reaching out to those you see every day and tell them that you appreciate them. Do you ever do that with somebody and you can see their whole life lights up? It's a wonderful thing. How much does it cost to tell someone that we love to see their smiling face? How much does it cost to thank someone for thinking of us? How much does it cost us to say, thank you? The answer is very little, and it will only come back to bless us. That is what Jesus did. He was the living word of God. He came to bring life and offer the hope of salvation. His words resonated with people. And he closes out with Jesus sought out those who had been marginalized and forgotten. He went after the lost that had given up on God and brought them back into the fold. Our calling is to do the same. We are being sent out with the words of life, words of grace, hope and salvation. So think before you speak, then share the good news and watch what God does with it. So you can take that any way you want it, but the big uh, message there is be careful what you say. And it's so much nicer to say some thoughtful things. Welcome to the program. How you doing, Stu? Hey, I'm doing okay. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you know that Michael Ross thing? I knew his his family. Uh, his father ran an egg farm. No kidding. Yeah. It was one of those commercial things. He had several big coops where they just sit cages and lay eggs all day. But this was almost next door to the Mortlake Fire Department, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And uh, his father was a deputy chief. I was in the fire department down in Warregan, so you know, we know the father was a nice guy, but he was very, very quiet. And, uh, but one, one thing that bugged me about that whole situation, other than the fact that he committed heinous crime called crimes was the fact that the, the newspaper and the media of course back then we didn't have 24 hour news stations mm-hmm. kept saying he was an insurance salesman that's correct yeah well he worked as an insurance salesman for a very short time mm-hmm. and at the, at the time and for 30 years, guess what I was? I was an insurance salesman. And, I mean, you'd be surprised the number of people who mentioned that to me. You know? All, all, you know, just like a used car salesman. They're all crooks, right? Well, see, yeah, see what I mean? When people you know, say somebody does a horrendous thing and you work as an insurance man, and, oh, watch out for insurance oh, yeah. man. It's, you know, it's so many, ridiculous. How many, how many women did you... Yeah, of course. With, of but, course, it's a stupid uh, thing to say. Stupid. Mm. I often wondered. There was one situation where he had two girls, two yeah. women. 
That's correct. They were young. They were girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't. They were young girls. Uh, how I often wonder, not that it made any difference. How did he? How was he able to overcome the both of them? I. Well, he was a big man. They were frail girls, and uh, he was able to do yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he tried. He tried to use in his defense, or whether his prosecutors, and he had, or his defense attorneys. He had two defense attorneys for years mm-hmm. that we paid for. <laughs> but he tried to use the 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 fact that. When he was young, working in his father's egg farm, he was forced to kill chickens. Because what they used to do when the chickens were all worn out, they would just kill them. That's and, why he did those things. Huh? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. And that led him to uh, <laughs> yeah. commit those crimes. But then he changed his story. No, his... Uh, no, he's... The electrons had, in his brain were yeah. off completely. Yeah, he, he, the story later, uh, when he was lobbying to get be executed, which they should have done to him in the first place, mm-hmm. was that he had this condition uh, which, you know, he would get a release when, you know, when he was doing his dirty deeds. I, I mean, that was a sad situation. Oh, it's horrible. It's just it's so painful they, even now when you think about it. Yeah. But they dragged it on and dragged it on. It seemed like every month or two you pick up the newspaper, Michael Ross, an insurance salesman, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They had to make sure they put that in. I don't, know why that, I don't know why that was continually uh, necessary, but uh, well, that's what they do. Well, I... I, I had a few run-ins with the Norwich Bulletin where they didn't get both sides of the story, and they printed one side of the story mm-hmm. in, involving a situation I was in. It wasn't a criminal. It was a, a situation with the fire department. But they they went to someone else. There were two sides, pro and con. They went to someone else and got the... Got the uh, got a statement from them and when I took the they used to have a Wyndham County reporter when I took him to task because I knew him and said why didn't you get my opinion I thought you people were supposed to yeah, you should you always know, get both sides certainly yeah both ways well and they he make... had a oh your line was busy I you know come on listen right. I gotta I gotta anyway. run but uh, I appreciate okay. your call thank yeah. you so, um, Michael Ross had a girlfriend. Can you imagine when she found out what he was doing? I believe they were living together. Uh, man, I could tell you stories, but I, I don't know. It's uh, I know I was uh, at the Rose Arts Festival. Everybody in town was really upset what was going on. And you were hoping and praying, talking about praying, that they would capture this monster. And I was at the Rose Arts Festival. I was um, on stage introducing an act. And before, you know, I went on, I would be introducing the Rose Arts Queen and all that stuff. I got the word that the guy 
they had a suspect and they were pretty sure it was him because they matched the car and everything. And I wanted to just shout it out on stage because I know it was bothering everybody, but I held back. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to just let people enjoy the show, even though they would enjoy hearing they caught somebody. But I was so close to saying we've heard some very good news. But, of course, it was all over the news the next day. And uh, it was just so thrilling that they had somebody because it was a painful time in this community. Let me take this call. WICH, welcome. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. I'm, I'm calling on behalf of the First Congregational and Central Baptist Churches. Sure. I invite everyone to the 89th Annual Meeting House Rock Fair on Saturday, August 27th, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Did you know that this was the oldest continuous church fair in Connecticut? Oh, yeah. And what? everyone mm-hmm. doesn't want, uh, is invited, and you don't want to miss it. There'll be something for everyone, artists, baked goods, basket raffles, church raffle, um, which would be a handmade quilt, acrylic painting, or crocheted afghan. Christmas in August. Chowder, chili, direct sales, food trucks, nonprofit vendors, and much more. Admission is free to all, and all monies raised are to help the church's community outreach program, as well as maintenance operating expenses. The rain date would be Sunday, August 28th, if needed, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Thank you. Well, we could sure use a lot of fun, and I hope the weather's good for you, and I believe it will be this Saturday. I think we've promised and promised that. So okay. Thank you very much, then. You're welcome, as always. Stu Bryan with your WICH. Um, the weather is uh, hot and stuffy and humid, and mm, it's a continuation of a lot of the days we've had. But, hey, it's better than shoveling snow, right? Or driving on AC roads. That's how I look at it. I don't care if my shovel gets uh, spider webs on it. But it will be hazy, hot, and humid today. Maybe some showers or two. And then tonight in the 70s and uh, a little bit warmer tomorrow. Right now it is 82 degrees at WICH. We've had a lot of uh, topics today. You're welcome to call in if you'd like to get in on the action. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi there. Hi, how are you? Okay, thank you. Um, I don't know if it's still blocked up, but exit 13B, 395 North is closed which is causing a problem on exit 14. They're backed up to get onto Town Street. Mm -hmm. So I would say go on Town Street another way if you want to get over there to go on the 232 North. Um, Personally, that's what I would do. I'm sure it's not as as bad on on, on, um, Town Street as it is. And the highway, it was was backed up almost to the um, 13... A exit from 13B, so going going off on on the exit 14. So um, it was it was pretty backed up. Well, I appreciate your call. I also wanted to talk about mm-hmm. Biden and Harris. Biden and Harris, all right. They're on vacation. Yeah, they're on vacation. Well, you know these people take vacations. Right. Well, okay. 
So yesterday, somebody interviewed Ron Klain. He's the um, chief of staff. Mm-hmm. And he said that it's a lot easier to work in the office, in the Oval Office, without Biden being there. Well, they came out and said that, huh? My goodness. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. So if we've been wondering who's running the country, I would say Ron Klain is one of them, and Susan Rice is also there. So I would say it's the two of them, personally. There's a lot of people in the circle, that's for sure. That's my guess. And um, as far as you were talking about the border earlier, <laughs> they they definitely need to do something. Um, the the may um, yeah yeah the mayors of New York and Washington D.C. are complaining about the minuscule amount of of yeah, um, of, yeah the sanctuary the sanctuary places yeah. <clears throat> and they're blaming Governor Abbott and the other governors. They need to talk to Joe Biden, you know. I, think I mean, Governor, they could probably even get a hold of him while he's on vacation. Governor Abbott, uh, you know, made his point because, you know, they they have hundreds of them there and they're complaining about so many fewer and they look like such fools complaining about it. Right. He's getting the information out because before it was only like Fox News and Newsmax that was reporting on the border. The main street media was not. Now that they're going into these cities, the mm-hmm. mainstream media is talking about that, which hopefully makes people realize that um, there's a problem down at the border. They're getting thousands a day. And these towns that, you know, have a population of 10,000, 5,000, 15,000, and they're getting thousands of migrants in. How in God's name can they possibly? It's nice when some of the other them. networks have to put it on. It's amazing yeah. that they don't haven't been doing it as much as they should. Yeah, they need to do something about about immigration, and the president needs to just get his act together. Stop stop uh, biking along the beach and on um, Delaware, and start doing something about the the immigration. Tell Congress to get going. Well, he's not going to um, do anything. Something's got to be done. He's and not he going to do anything because it's a negative. It's a negative, and he doesn't want to go there. Doesn't want to go there. Of course, getting close right. to the midterms. All right, thank yeah. you so and, much. And this, uh, you know, this new bill that they have. It is not an inflation reduction bill. It is a um, pay for your 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 uh, yeah green energy bill. That's what it is. But the only people that can afford to pay for it are a hell of a lot richer than I am. All right, have a great day. Have a good day. It's nice and um, humid out. All right, enjoy it. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, I'm looking for one ticket to Bruce Springsteen at the Mohegan Sun. we got to get you that ticket, yeah. I know, I I call every day. Well, keep trying. My number is 860-887-0813. 887-0813. Thank you. All right, let me know if you have any luck there. How are we doing on the time? It's um, not bad. Seven be- minutes before noon at WICH AM and FM. 94.5 FM, 1310 on your AM dial. Don't forget, Jimmy Fallon has an interesting talk show at 205 with a lot of humor interjected in it as well. If you want to check him out after uh, 2 o'clock. We also talked about the police, and naturally there are stories that from time to time come out and people start bragging against the police but here's paul harvey a policeman 
is a composite of what all men are, I guess, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. What that really means is that they are exceptional. They are unusual. They are not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact. And the fact is that less than one-half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform. And that is a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted, a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and pig or worse behind his back. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won, but if a policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer, but if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. The policeman from a single human hair must be able to describe the crime, the weapon, the criminal, and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless Seamus. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. That's Paul Harvey. I always like that one, so I keep it. And play it periodically. Wednesday, Blood Drive at the Night of Columbus, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., 47 South 2nd Street in Taftville. All blood types are needed. And it would be a wonderful thing if you got involved in that because uh, they're trying to get a few more people to come in and donate blood because there is definitely a shortage. So keep that in mind. Wednesday, 6 p.m. No, I'm giving you the wrong time. It's going to be Wednesday, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., 47 South 2nd Avenue Street in Taftville. And all blood types are needed. What else do we have uh, coming up besides the news? Wednesday, 4.30 to 5.30, a mobile food pantry in New London. Jennings Elementary School, New London. No paperwork required. Please do not exit your vehicle upon arrival. There will be several food stations where you will stop while volunteers will place it in your trunk, your back seat, or your truck bed. I mean, how great is that? Hmm? Hey, you've got another fair coming up, 25th through the 28th, Thursday to Friday. The Brooklyn Fair is one of the oldest continuous agricultural fairs in Connecticut. The fairgrounds are located a half mile south of intersection Route 6 and Route 169. The fair offers a variety of entertainment for the whole family. There's a beauty pageant, farm boys' night out, live music along the numerous agricultural competitions. There are also rides, a circus, wow, and a pedal tractor pull for the kids. So you want to check that out. It's going on the 25th to the 28th, the Brooklyn Fair. There are a lot of fairs, and a lot of them uh, certainly have been 
great weather for the fairs. Very few have been canceled. So it's uh, kind of nice. People are much more active this summer, that's for sure. Staples has everything you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples, the working and learning store. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. This Saturday, the Huskies begin their season against Utah State. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, UConn. Our coverage begins at 2.30 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. Yes, we are covering UConn sports now on WICH AM and FM. So you don't have to go searching and wondering where can I find it, you know, and get all the results, all the action. Must be tough playing uh, football in this hot weather, huh? I have a tough time just walking out to the car. But these football players, they're used to it. They can handle it, right? As long as they have a lot of Gatorade and, and water and mm-hmm. Hey, we're up to 84 degrees right now at WICH after the news. As always, we take a complete break with the lunchtime oldies. We try to uh, do it a little bit different from other folks because you never know what you're going to hear. Sometimes I don't even know. I just kind of pops into my head and I say, I think we should play this. So you'll enjoy it because these are all great hits from the past. Some of them maybe you haven't heard in a long time. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. At the tone, it'll be noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. There's breaking news from Michigan where a jury has just convicted two men of conspiring to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2020. It was the second trial for Adam Fox and Barry Croft after a jury in April could not reach a verdict. Two others pleaded guilty in the case. Two more were acquitted. Voters are having their say in primary elections in New York and Florida. Governor DeSantis has really been tough on an awful lot of people. LGBTQ children on uh, African-American voters and exercising their right to vote. That's former Governor Charlie Crist running in the Democratic primary, hoping to challenge DeSantis in the fall. CBS's Scott McFarland says two incumbent Democrats are squaring off today in New York. A whole series of competitive races here in New York. In Manhattan, redistricting has forced powerful oversight committee chair Carolyn Maloney to run against Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler. There have been plenty of high water rescues in the Dallas area, which was hit with flooding after torrential rains. This eight-year-old needed help out of her home. I was happy because I was like, finally going to get out of the water and stuff. At least one death blamed on the flooding. There were thousands of flight cancellations and delays because of the weather in Dallas and other places. Yesterday, CBS's Chris Van Cleve spoke with Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg about chronic problems at airports because of staffing issues. How are the airlines doing? So the good news is we've seen some improvement. The bottom line is it's still not an acceptable level of delays and cancellations. The system is not yet able to cope. Now overseas. We didn't able to stop a problem. In Russia, Alexander Dugin speaks at a memorial service for his daughter. She was killed in a car bombing. Moscow has blamed on Ukraine. Kiev has denied it was behind the attack. From London, CBS's Vicky Barker has... 
paper on British trials for a drug that could speed recovery from monkeypox patients. The smallpox drug Tecavirumat, or T-pox, is already being administered to monkeypox patients in hospitals, but unanswered questions about its safety and efficacy have kept it from being approved for community use. It's hoped these trials will provide some of those answers. The scientists are sounding the alarm about the number of tree species facing extinction amid climate change and disease. CBS's Allison Keys. Among trees on the list, the giant redwoods along California's Pacific Coast, American chestnuts, and black ash. Researchers blame a plethora of invasive insects, a spike in deadly diseases, and climate change. And checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 144 points. The NASDAQ is up 7. The S&P is down about 5 points. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. There's a new look at life expectancy state by state. New numbers from the CDC show Hawaii has the highest life expectancy of any U.S. state. 80.7 years is the average there for men and women. Washington state is second at 79.2. Then Minnesota at 79.1. California, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire are also near the top of the list. At the bottom, Kentucky, Alabama, Louisiana, West Virginia, and Mississippi, where you can only expect to live an average of 75.2 years. A population researcher at the University of Texas at Austin tells the Wall Street Journal it all comes down to history, public policy, and lifestyle. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In northern Michigan, an unidentified virus has killed dozens of dogs over the past month. It's similar to a known virus that causes gastrointestinal illness, mostly in puppies. Steve Kathan, CBS News.
Okay, we have a little disturbance on that line, so while we straighten that away, we'll uh, play you a tune that I'm sure that you'll be able to hear. Here's uh, George Harrison. Lordy, lordy.
That was the song that proved to George Harrison he could make music without the Beatles, and that was uh, his first single, and it was a big hit. Mm, my sweet Lord. Let me try again that uh, record I wanted to start off with, the song, but welcome to our lunchtime oldie break. We've got an interesting mix for you today. Trini Lopez. Hey, sounds better, Trini. Coming home, Cindy. Oh, I've had girls plenty. Out in the evening breeze Sailed on ships from Mendeley To the China Seas I'm coming home Cindy, Cindy I'm coming on home Cindy, Cindy I'm coming home Cindy, Cindy And then I'll make you mine My true love lives in that ship And that's the way down sorrow for a kiss from a pretty mouth I'm coming home, sing Cindy I'm coming on home, Cindy I'm coming home, sing Cindy And then I'll make you mine ah! Her hair, it's wild ringlets She has a ruby eye And her voice is heavenly Ready. I've got that wedding ring When church bells start to chime Everybody sing I'm coming home, Cindy, Cindy I'm coming on home, Cindy, Cindy I'm coming home, Cindy, Cindy I'm gonna make you mine One more time Cindy, Cindy That's a song you don't hear very often, so I thought we'd throw it in there for you. Trini Lopez, and I'm coming home, Cindy, Cindy. It's an odd name, Cindy, Cindy, first and last name. Speaking of coming home, here's a a song by Pat Boone. I wonder if he still has those white bucks. This is called I'll Be Home. He has a more gentle approach of singing it. Be Hoping you're thinking of 
hit was a commercial and uh, I'll be home. That was also a song by the Flamingos. Both of them had a, a hit with that. I thought I'd put Pat's version in this particular time. A few songs about getting home and uh, a lot of people are pretty excited when they can get on home. Here's uh, Johnny Denver. Almost heaven West Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place. in my Me. 
right, he's talking to Rhodes. He's singing to the Rhodes. Take me home, country Rhodes, and uh, wait till Daddy gets home, huh? That could mean a few things. It could mean you're going to get a spanking, or it could mean wait till Daddy comes home and we'll have dinner. Hmm. We used to hear that along in, in our house, huh? Up in the limelights on WICH, a little uh, getting home music here to start off our lunchtime oldie break today. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. Possibilities are all around us. Everywhere we look, we see opportunity in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action in communities all around the world that we call home. Like transforming an old bus to feed hungry children or providing life-saving equipment to those who need it most. From fighting disease to rebuilding schools, together we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org slash action. It's lunchtime oldies with Stu on WICHAM and FM. Glad you're with us and talk about wanting to get home. Uh, Tommy Jones is in jail for wearing pants too tight. The old hometown looks the same As I step down from the train And there to meet me Is my mama and papa Down the road I look And there runs Mary Hair of gold and lips like cherries It's good to touch The green, green grass of home Yes, they'll all come to meet me Arms reaching, smiling sweetly It's good to touch the green, green grass of home The old house is still standing Though the paint is cracked and dry And there's that old oak tree around me at four gray walls that surround me and I realize yes I was only dreaming for there's a god and there's a saddle portrait 
daybreak Again I'll touch the green, green grass of home Yes, they'll all come to see me In the shade of that old oak tree As they lay me neath the green, green grass of home. That's a sad song, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it's a pretty song sung by uh, Mr. Tom on WICH. So when you get home, I hope you get a nice greeting like this. I'm gonna give you candy Come on to my house and my house I'm gonna give you Apple, plum, and apricot I do eh? Come on to my house, my house, come on Come on to my house, my house, come on Come on to my house and my house I'm gonna give you Figs and dates and grapes and cakes eh? Come on to my house, my house, come on Come on to my house, my house, come on Come on to my house and my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house and my house, I'm gonna give you everything. Come on to my house and my house, I'm gonna give you marriage ring and the pomegranate wine. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house and my house, I'm gonna give you peach and pear and I love your hair. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, come on. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you East Side. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you everything, everything, everything. That's been Come nice. Come on to my house. Come on to my house, H O U S A. I loved Rosie, wasn't she something? And I bet she had a sweet little warm house. I'll light the fire. You place the flowers in the vase that you bought today Staring at the fire for hours and hours While I listen to you play your love songs So 
a very, very, very fine house With two cats in the yard Life used to be so hard Now everything is easy cause of you is a very, very, very fine house. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Mo Larry and Curly and Abbott and Costello there. What a great harmony those guys had when they were singing together. Well, there's all kinds of houses. Some of them are a little different from others. For instance, there was this house in New Orleans. Uh, it's called The Rising Sun. Ooh. Oh uh-huh. 
House of the Rising Sun. There was a house of ill... I think they were talking about a, a house of ill repute. That's an odd name, isn't it? Where do the ill reputes leave? <laughs> Down the road? Oh, okay. It's an odd expression. I haven't heard that in a long time. The House of the Rising Sun. It was an old folk song, and the animals brought it out in 1964, and it became a number one hit. You know what I think we need on a day like today? A little bit of a polka. If you would like to hear a polka, would you raise your hand, please? Okay, here it is. Then we'll get to rock and roll. The first, it's polka time. Up-dee-doo, up-dee-doo. I hear a polka and my troubles are through. Up-dee-doo, up-dee-dee. This kind of music is like heaven to me. Up-dee-doo, up-dee-doo. It's got me higher than a kite. Me down my soup and fish, I am gonna get my wish. Hoop de doing it tonight when there's a trombone playing. I get a thrill, I always will. When there's a concertina stretched about a mile, I always smile. Cause that's my style. When there's a fiddle in the middle, oh, it really is a riddle. How he plays a tune so sweet. Plays a tune so sweet that I could die. Lead me to the floor and hear me yell for more. Cause I'm a hoop-dee-dooing kind of guy. It's got me higher than a kite And me down my soup and fish I am gonna get my wish Hoop de doo in it tonight When there's a trombone play <laughs> Gets a thrill. I get a thrill, I always will. He always will when there's a concertina. Stretched about a mile, I always smile. You see him smile. Cause that's my Cause style. That's style. When there's, there's a fiddle in the middle, middle it really is a real high praise. tune so sweet. Plays a tune so sweet that we could die. Ah, yes, beat me to the floor and hear me yell for more. Cause I'm a hoop de doo kind of guy. Higher than a kite. We're in clover, we're in bloom. When we're dancing, give us room. Hoop de doo in it with all of our might. Rain may fall and snow may come. Nothing's gonna stop us from. Hoop de doo in it. Hoop de doo in it. Hoop de doo in it tonight. Is it a little warm for a polka? All right, just one polka would be okay. Perry Como along with the gals that used to sing with him on his television show. They had a great style. Perry Como and Hoop-dee-doo. I can't picture him really uh, getting into a polka because he was so laid back and, well, he was a lot of fun. We love Perry. In the 60s, 
By the way, the girls that were backing him up were the Fontaine sisters. I don't know if you remember. They also had a hit on their own called Hearts of Stone. In the meantime, in the 60s, we had a lot of electric music, rock and roll music, message music, drug-oriented music. And with all of that, one of the number one hits of the late 60s was a song by the Archies. Sugar Sugar is called Bubblegum Music. And we liked it, too. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me wanting you. Honey. Oh, sugar, sugar. singer of the Archies was a guy by the name of Ron Dante. But they went under the name of the Archies like the Archies in the comic books did pretty well for them on that one. All right, coming up, a little bit of rock and roll for you. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Road trip plan this summer? Before you head out on the open road, get your car checked at Pinnell's Auto in Montville to avoid any problems when you're far from home. And if you're in the market for a new vehicle, Pinnell's Auto Sales has a full lot of high-quality pre-owned cars, too. So you can start off your summer in a new ride. Don't forget, Pinnell's offers the most meticulous detailing service around to make your car shine and smell like new again. Pinnell's Auto and Pinnell's Auto Sales, both on Route 32 in Montville or PinellsAuto.com. 
Summer is here, and that means longer daylight hours and more time spent at the beach, in your garden, and on the playground. All of these activities increase your exposure to harmful UV rays. Reduce sun exposure between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Wear a wide-brimmed hat. Wear tightly woven, loose-fitting clothing that covers as much of the body as possible. Wear sunglasses that include a warranty stating they provide 100% UVA and UVB protection. Liberally apply sunscreen to expose skin 15 minutes before venturing outdoors. Then reapply at least every two hours. Have fun this summer, but remember, safety first. This message brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, September 1st for a regional job fair presented by The Day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mystic Marriott Hotel and Spa. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash jobfair. Ready to do a little rocking and rolling? We got it for you. Here is uh, the American Band, better known as the American Breed. This was a number one song. I believe it was their only hit. It's called Bend Me, Shape Me, Any Way You Want. By the way, that message when you're putting on suntan lotion, make sure you put it on 15 minutes before you go out so it can absorb in the skin. I mean, that's true. Take care of yourself. Time Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 1310. 
taking care of the biz there. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Haven't heard from them in a long time. Coming up, you're going to hear a song by Tony Orlando when he was 17 years old. It was way before the dawn. Here's some words you might like. Fun. Yeah, that's good. Family. Hmm, like that too. Oh, forgot this one. Free. And do you know where you'll find all of this? At Fire in the Tent. A free, fun family event this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Life is expensive these days, so getting live entertainment, music, a kid's carnival, messages that will inspire you, and it doesn't cost a thing? Sign me up. Fire in the Tent. This Saturday at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Tony was uh, a teenager when he started to make hit songs, and then after that, um, he got out of the business for a while. But this is one of the first songs he ever recorded, and also his biggest early hit. Halfway to Paradise. I want to be your lover, most positive people I ever met, Tony Orlando, and of course, his biggest hit was Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree, which we'll play another time. In the meantime, uh, let's take you to the news with a kind of like a Twilight Zone song by the Supremes, a little bit of a mystical beginning to this particular song called Reflections. Reflections. <laughs> 
what this whole hour has been. Uh, reflections of music that we hope you like. Through the mirror of my mind, time after time, I see reflections of you and me. Reflections of the way life used to be. Sixty-seven reflection there at WICH with Stu. So Christian's going to be uh, chatting with us a little bit from the Better Business Bureau after the news. I was driving in today and I said, well, it's been a while and we always like to keep you up to date on the latest scams that are around and some of the oldies but goodies also are happening. And uh, if you'd like to ask a question to Christian, we'll open up the lines as well at 889-5252. In the meantime, it's dipped to 79 degrees you are listening to Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310, your number one local connection. Thank you for that. And 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich, with 79 degrees coming up to 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. 
I'm Steve Kathan. Key primary voting today in two states. In Florida, it's a Democratic panel to pick a challenger for incumbent Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. CBS's Caitlin Huey-Burns. There are two top Democrats fighting today to take him on. That's Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed and former Republican Governor turned Democratic Congressman Charlie Crist. But DeSantis is beating them both in the polls. CBS's Scott McFarland says in New York, two incumbent House Democrats are squaring off. In Man- Manhattan redistricting has forced powerful oversight committee chair Carolyn Maloney to run against Judiciary Committee Chair Jerry Nadler. Upstate, here in Clintondale, in New York's 19th district, it's a special election. Abortion rights, a big issue in the final days, could be an indication of how big that issue will be in November. A Michigan jury has found two men guilty in the plot to kidnap the state's Democratic governor. CBS's Jim Crisula. Federal prosecutors described the plot as a rallying cry for a U.S. civil war by anti-government extremists. It was the second trial for Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. after a jury in April could not reach a unanimous verdict. Two other men were acquitted and two more pleaded guilty in the kidnapping plot. Well, there's a major cleanup in the Dallas area as flood water begins to recede after torrential rain sparked fierce flooding. KTVT reporter J.D. Miles covered some of the rescues. Family members of those waiting for rescue included Luvia Heipel. She remained calm even though her three children were with their grandmother in an RV surrounded by waist-deep water. We knew that like they were moving around to at some point get them out of there. So I fear they'll be fine. Some held onto vehicles until help arrived. Small children and adults unable to walk were the first to get carried out. The Justice Department says it will respond in court to former President Trump's new pushback over the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Sources confirmed to CBS News that in 15 boxes voluntarily handed over by the former president earlier this year, more than 150 documents marked classified were discovered. Following the FBI seizure earlier this month, the New York Times says the total number of classified documents stored at Mar-a-Lago tops 300. Trump's legal team is now trying to stop the FBI's review of what it took, claiming it's covered by executive privilege. Many legal experts say that's a specious claim, likely to fail. The government's poised to pump a new $3 billion arms package to Ukraine to mark that country's Independence Day this week. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 113 points. The Nasdaq is up 30 points. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now's the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 800-711-6818 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 800-711-6818. For as little as only $119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 800-711-6818 and ask about our express shipping option. And we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. Again, 800-711-6818 now. That's 800-711-6818. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. 
It's always a pleasure to speak with uh, Kristen, who is a spokesperson for the Better Business Bureau in Connecticut. And good afternoon to you, Kristen. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Well, it's always a pleasure, and we like to update things with you. So uh, sometimes it's uh, we can get a little complacent when it comes to things that can get us going. And you're always up to date on the latest. What's the... Uh, if there was a top ten, I guess you might have it. What's number one these days that people need to be totally aware of? Well, the number one scam across all demographics and all age groups is online scams. That accounts for 60% of the scams reported to BBB Scam Tracker. And it's really no surprise because we're spending so much time online, especially since the pandemic with people working from home as well. Obviously, shopping online increases year after year. And so, you know, the scammers want to be where we are. They want to be where we're spending our money. And that's where we're spending our time and the bulk of our money, it seems like these days, is, is online. What is a, you know, how does that work, yeah, Christian, when we, we do check something online and say you're looking for a car and then all of a sudden there's uh, hundreds of car dealers trying to get a hold of you? I mean, the, there's no way of uh, controlling that or is there? It's really, really tough, and a lot of times the types of scams that we're seeing, there are those car ones where people think they're buying from a legitimate seller, and then unfortunately what often happens is the seller will say, okay, I can give you like five days to return the car. You have to put the money in escrow. The escrow company will hold it. They won't give it to me. If you decide you don't want the car, you can send it back. The escrow mo- will, company will send you your money back. But what you don't know is that escrow company is not legitimate. You're actually sending money directly to the scammer. Mm-hmm. You're never going to see that car, and you're never going to get that money back. So that's what we're seeing when it comes to, to the types of online scams with cars. That's what we often see. But it, it's often also just like smaller dollar amounts where someone will just purchase something online and it, it turns out not to look anything like the picture or they just don't receive it at all. For instance, someone thought they were ordering a, a regular like eight-foot Christmas tree and what they got fit in the palm of their hand. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so one of the, our recommendations is you want to take a picture, like a screenshot of what you think you're purchasing online so you can dispute it. And always use a credit card because that offers you the most protection. If the person that you're purchasing from is asking you to pay with gift cards or cryptocurrency or to wire you the money, uh, that's a big red flag because those types of, um, that just doesn't offer the same protection. Even debit cards don't offer you the same amount of protection. It's harder to dispute it. Uh, these cash apps now, like Venmo, PayPal, they offer a certain level of protection, but oftentimes we get complaints about them because once the seller can show that that they sent the item and it was received, even if it wasn't the correct item, it's harder to dispute it. And, and so we often say use a credit card. Is it easy to get somebody's email address, even if you're very cautious and giving out to just a few friends? There have been so many data breaches. You have to operate under the assumption that the scammers have some of that information already. Another way that they're getting it is that they might send you a friend request on social media, and and it's a friend that you thought you're already friends with. Well, what they've done is they've hacked into their account. If you approve of that request, then they have access to all of your friends. 
and your information, your private information that maybe you didn't make public on your Facebook page, but now they're friends with you and they can see it. And they might use that information to try to figure out passwords mm-hmm. and get into your into your email or into, you know, your bank accounts and that sort of information. And actually, um, we did, uh, we had a conversation with the FBI recently, and the latest scam they're seeing, and I found this so interesting, it's called SIM swapping. And this is where a scammer calls the phone company, and they convince them to swap SIM cards, to send all the data that's going into your phone to the scammer's phone. And if they can convince them to do that, what happens is, think about two-factor authentication. Oftentimes now it's more than just a password. You also have to put in a code, and they'll text you that code to get into your bank account or your Facebook page. Well, if they're getting all that data sent to their phone, then they are seeing your code, and they're seeing your passwords, and they're getting all that information, and then they can break into your accounts very easily. And the amount of reports, went up, I think it was like 50% more last year than the previous three years combined. Mm -hmm. So why would they, uh, Christian, give out that information? Uh, How can they be sure it's legitimate when they call and they're not aware of that? Well, they are now maybe, I don't know. Yeah, well, one thing is they might pay off the worst, the FBI says they're seeing people at the the, uh, phone company being paid off to make the switch, or two, they just don't ask the right questions, or perhaps that scammer already has the answers to those questions. You have to remember when you're setting passwords or doing anything like that, not to use answers to questions that are easily searchable on the Internet, like what is your mother's maiden name. That could be found in a search online, um, your address or your maiden name or things like that, that, you know, the first street you lived on. Well, if you're younger, you know, all of the places you've lived are already online. So say you're in your 20s or 30s, well, the first street you lived on is searchable because the Internet was around back then. So you have to be careful when you're setting up, like, security questions to make sure there are answers that aren't searchable. But because of all these data breaches, it's very easy for them to connect the dots, these scammers, and get your personal information and hack into your account. Kind of makes you want to take a day off from the computers for a little while. Just, just <laughs> yeah, to right, catch, a couple days. Just to catch your but breath. This- Mm-hmm. The scammers will be waiting for you. Yeah, right. So uh, I had a caller uh, a few weeks ago. Who had a situation where she pur- purchased an oil burner, and uh, after a while she wasn't happy with it. It was making noises and this and that. And then uh, she hasn't been able to get a hold of them, she says, and they haven't come to her house and she said she called the Better Business Bureau, but there was the kind of thing that they could not uh, handle. Or how does that work? Well, I, I would have to know the details of this yeah. specific situation. But normally, you would have to do one of two things: you can either file a complaint or leave a review. If you want resolution, meaning you want them to come back out and fix it, you want them to replace it, you want your money back, you need to file a complaint. If you file a review, then you can't file a complaint and you will not get resolution. If you want to just put a review so other people can see and you can warn others, you can do that. If you think it's a scam, you you go to bbb.org slash scam tracker. And that's for more like not reputable businesses, but actual scammers that are out there perhaps halfway around the globe. Uh, but if it is an actual business, you want to file a complaint. And once you do that, then the business has three weeks to respond. 
Mm-hmm. And they may respond and say, no, I disagree, or yes, I'll give them, or, you know, meet in the middle, that sort of thing. And it just goes back and forth until we find resolution. And uh, last year, 89% of complaints that were filed did find resolution. So, again, I don't know her specific situation, but I would be happy to look into it afterwards, after we're talking, if you want to, if you want to give me her name and number, and I can um, bring it down to mm-hmm. our operations team and they can look into it. So it probably doesn't happen often, but there must be some people that complain about something, and it's not credible. It's not true. Well, and that's why we try to look into it. Uh, one of the things we do, and this is more with reviews, because, you know, anyone can put a review, right? Mm-hmm. And so if someone wants to bolster the reputation of a business, they might put a lot of, like, good reviews. Or if someone wants to ruin the reputation of their competition, they put, might put a lot of negative reviews. Mm-hmm. So we have certain things in place to prevent that from happening. Um, we we double it, it can only come from the same email once. Uh, we make sure, like, we look at the URL of where it's coming from so that we know it's not the same person putting multiple reviews. But obviously, at the end of the day, there are still ways around things. No matter what we do to ensure this, there's still the possibility that someone could figure out some workaround. And so that's why when we... Um, when we do the letter rating that BBB mm-hmm. is so famous for, we do not include reviews in that letter rating because you just can't be 100% sure. But the responsiveness to complaints is, is one of the major factors to the letter grade that they receive. So sometimes, say, we're looking for a, uh, a hotel to stay in, and they'll say it's a five-star or a four-star, and uh, can we trust that stuff? It depends on where you're looking at. I mean, at BBB, they wouldn't get stars. They would get letter grades. So what we Mm -hmm. would recommend is you look up that business online, you read the reviews, you look at the complaints, and you look for patterns of complaint. If you're seeing the same complaints over and over, that might be a red flag, and you might say, hey, I'm going to look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also look at the responsiveness. I mean, all of that is public, so you can see how they've responded, and you can kind of get an idea, okay, this complaint doesn't seem legitimate, this one does, and that all factors in to your decision-making. Once in a while, because I interview so many people, uh, Christian, I'll get an email with their name on it as if they're in some kind of trouble or something like Mm -hmm. that. It hasn't happened often, but it's happened where I say, well, I haven't heard from her in a long time. I don't know what her problem is, but it's not really them. That reminds me of the grandparent scam. Mm. I don't know if you're if you're familiar with oh, that, yes. but it's very similar where we had a woman actually in Connecticut this summer. She got a call from someone that she said that um, her granddaughter told her she was in trouble, um, that she had been ar- arrested because she hit a pregnant woman's car, and the pregnant woman was in the hospital. And um, she had an attorney, and these scammers were so good, they had two different people. So then the, the supposed attorney got on the phone as well, and they were like, she needs oh. X amount of dollars, um, you know, to hire me, and X amount of dollars to make bail, and like all this stuff. And um, the, the grandma was smart, because she actually has been through this before. Oh, my goodness. Not the first time. Another grandchild supposedly called her. That was also phony. And so she asked, like, uh, what do I usually call you, or something like that that only her granddaughter would know, and the person didn't have the right answer. And so she hung up on them because she knew. 
It was a scam, but, I mean, they took it that far. And the email that you're talking about, this is very similar to, you know, on social media when someone hacks into your account, or now they're hacking into people's phones. So if someone, say you get an unsolicited text message and you click on the link, it's possible for them to get access to your phone and by doing so, access to your email and your contacts. And then they'll go through that person's contacts and they'll start texting them. And you think you're talking to your friend. Oftentimes it's used in cryptocurrency investments. Hey, I have this great investment. You should do it too. I've made, you know, $10,000 or I've doubled my money in two weeks, that sort of thing. And you're like, oh, well, it's my friend that has had the success. Well, I'm going to do it too. But little do you know that it's a scammer that's hacked into their phone and that is using their contacts to, to reach out to everyone in their contacts and text them or email them. Sometimes, so what, yeah, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. so I was going to say, so what you do, don't email them back. Because if it's just a scammer, they're just going to continue the scam and continue to try to convince them, convince you that it's real. Instead, you want to pick up the phone and call your friend. Say, hey, did you really email me? Did you really message me on Facebook? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Is there a way that, um, probably not, we can play detective and kind of lead uh, somebody on, say, like the grandparents scheme, that they could get information so we can get them? Well, you could certainly try. It depends on how smart they are. I mean, scammers are usually one step ahead. So you could try to get their information. Um, A lot of times, if it's through text message, it's just a bot on the other end. Mm -hmm. So once you click that link or open that text, then they know you're a real person. This is a real phone number that works. And then they'll just continuously send you more and more text messages. Obviously, with the grandparent scam, it's a little different because you're talking to a person. They've called you on the phone. If they've emailed you, that's a little bit different. Again, you want to call them, pick up the phone, and say, hey, granddaughter, did you really send me this email? Uh, You could try. I don't know how far you'd get, though. So I've noticed a lot of places sometimes they they won't ask for your whole social. They'll ask for the last four digits. Uh, Is that dangerous, or you can't really? It, it, It really depends on what you're doing, what kind of transaction that you're making. I was actually um, picking up a dress at a store and there was a woman in front of me and the cashier cashier said, can I have your number? And she meant your phone number. And the lady said, oh, my social security number? And I thought, no, why would you give the cashier at a store your social mm-hmm. security number? Yeah. I mean, it just kind of depends. There are certain situations where they do need your, your social security number. So, for instance, if you're if you're renting and you're filling out a form to rent a, a property, an apartment, they're going to ask for your personal information. And in that case, you want to make sure that you've met the landlord in person, that you've seen the property in person before you pass out or give out that, that important information because that's sort of the key to everything, your social security number. So you just have to be careful and think about who it is that's asking for it. Obviously, if you're opening a bank account, taking out a loan, those are all reasons why you would have to give out your social security number. So before you do that, you want to research the person or the company, the business that you're giving that personal information out to. Look at BBB.org. Make sure it's a real company that people haven't had issues with before you hand them that key to to all of your personal information. Kristen is a spokesperson from the Better Business Bureau in Connecticut. Um, we have a few more minutes if you'd like to ask her a question at 889-5252. going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with you. Okay. 
Any question for the Better Business Bureau? I will take that in the next few minutes. No matter the season, there's always work to do. What's better than the legendary power and performance of Husqvarna to help make the toughest jobs easy on you? The added versatility they offer when paired with genuine Husqvarna accessories. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna parts, Arts and accessories visit KH in Plainfield and at the Brooklyn Fair this weekend. It's back to school time, so here's a lesson in big wireless hype. Flashy phone plan deals usually don't add up to actual savings. Graduate to Straight Talk Wireless and get our Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot data for just $45 a month. Plus, get a Samsung Galaxy A13 5G for only $149, all on America's best 5G networks. Unlimited data, less money, no-brainer. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. A month equals 30 days. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Swamp Yankee. That's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools, are fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. All right, WICH, let's uh, have a, cres- a question for Christian. Hi, you have a question. Yes, I do. I was wondering, like, uh, if you get a phone call regarding a business, like I got one regarding uh, appliance uh, guarantee for at a home, and I want to check out on the company to see if it's a legitimate company and what their rating is. Is there a number you can call, or how do you find out? Certainly, if you don't have access to the Internet, you can call us up, and our operations team can look that information up online. And I'll give you a number. Do you have paper and pen? Yes, I do. Okay, it's 860-740-4500. Did you get that, sir? Okay, thank you very much. And I would also say, if you do have access to the Internet, obviously you go to bbb.org, you'll look up that business. But if you think you might be scammed, you should Google the name of the person or the business and the word scam. And you'll see if other people have said, okay, this is a scam. And then go to the BBB Scam Tracker. Again, that's bbb.org slash scam tracker. If you think you're in the midst of the scam, look up the person and company again and see if other people have reported it to us. And if you feel like you are being scammed, even if you haven't lost money, report it, and that way you can warn other people. I mean, the only way we're going to stay one step ahead of the, the scammers is to educate ourselves. Yeah, and I the did take out an auto uh, policy on uh, you know breakdowns uh, through a reputable dealer, mm-hmm. but then my transmission went, and when I tried to collect on it, I got a runaround. And they just refused. They said I didn't have enough oil changes or some stupid thing. So anyhow, I went to the uh, insurance commissioner, and they said that they don't cover those type of insurance policies, uh, you know, which kind of left me out in the cold. I didn't know what, you know, where to go from there. So yeah, any recommendations? Take- what, how you would handle that? Mm-hmm. I would. They call us up, and you can. they can walk you through filing a complaint. Again, you can do that online, but if you don't have access 
to the internet, you can you can do it over the phone with them. You can work with them to file a complaint, and then they can re- reach out to the company and, and get their you know response, and hopefully come to some sort of resolution for you. Um, if it's uh, if we see a pattern of complaints with the company, we will forward that information to the Department of Consumer Protection. That is another avenue that you can take. Thanks for the call, sir. I appreciate it. Got to run. What's the uh, since you've been doing this, Christian, what is the the worst heartbreaking situation you ever heard where somebody really got totally taken over the coals? These, these job scams, and we mm-hmm. may have discussed it the last time we spoke, but these scams where people, uh, and it's happened right here in Connecticut, people claim to be in Connecticut with a business. They advertise a work-from-home job. They're preying upon desperate people who are looking for work. There was a father from originally Waterbury, Connecticut. He moved to uh, Maryland a few years back. He was working at a plant, uh, working as a, a janitorial supervisor. The plant was about four football fields long, and he had to walk back and forth all day long making sure it was staying clean. And he fainted one day, went to the hospital, oh. and found out he had uh, a disease that unfortunately would keep him from returning to his job. So he needed a work-from-home job. And um, unfortunately, his wife left him at the same time with three young children. Oh, my God. A single dad now of three kids mm-hmm. out of work. He responds to this job claiming to be headquartered in Connecticut. He um, takes the job. And it's a, it's a reshipping position. So he's going to get boxes. He needs to go through them, take pictures, then tape them back up and send them. He does it for a month. They promise, I think it was about $3,000 a month. You would get an X amount of dollars per package that you reshipped plus a base amount, and it would add up to 3000 at the end of the month. What happened at the end of the month is the people that, that hired him disappeared. The dashboard he was using that was showing... His paycheck increased package by package, disappeared. He wasted a whole month when he could have been looking for another job or working. He spent his um, life savings to, to put down a deposit on an apartment or pay one month's rent. So at the end of the month, he was out that $3,000 that he thought he was going to get back. And now he's stuck out in the cold. Three little kids. Oh, my God. Um, in stretch, and out of the hospital. A stretch of bad luck there, huh? Yeah, and then another man got caught up in the very same scam. He has epilepsy. Thought this would be the perfect opportunity to make some money while working from home because he can't work in an office. And, uh, you know, happened again to him, too. And, unfortunately, we see it all too often. And this, this father in Maryland, he actually drove up the location of the supposed, you know, business that was located in Connecticut. And when he got there, he found out that it was an old factory that had sat empty for eight years. Oh, my. That's what they used for their uh, location, huh? For their address. And so yeah. what we tell people is before you take these jobs that sound too good to be true, you know, look up the address. If it's a parking lot or an old factory or something that doesn't look like a company would be there. It's not a real job. And you want to be able to talk to these people in person. You know, even if it's not face-to-face, like at least do a Zoom call or a Teams call or something so you could see the other person's face. He did that, but they never turned their camera on. That's another well, red Thanks flag. for the warning on that one. Hi, WICH. You have a question for our guest? Hello. Nobody there. 
Okay. Well, we just finished an investigation here in Connecticut mm-hmm. that I think your listeners um, would be interested in. Do, you have, do we have time to talk about it real yes, quick? Yes, I want to. Absolutely, yes. Okay. So it's a mobile advertising scam, and it targeted Connecticut businesses, and people all over the country got caught up in it. Um, the two Connecticut businesses that it targeted were Athletic Brewing in Stratford and Poland Spring, which is a uh, part of Blue Triton located in um, Stanford. And um, what it did, I mean, this, this sounds very lucrative. They basically said, hey, do you want to make money by putting our logo on your car? All you have to do is get your car wrapped with our logo, drive around, and we heard anywhere between 300 and $600 a month they were promising. People thought, well, that's easy money. I'll do that. They looked up the companies, which is what we would tell you to do, do your research. They saw that they're legitimate companies. Athletic Brewing is actually a B company, so there's a, there's a, a, a part of it that, doesn't, that goes to charity, basically. There's a charitable aspect to, to their revenue stream. Uh, so they thought, oh, this, this fits in line with my beliefs and my values. Uh, you know, I'll do this. So the company uh, sends them a check. One woman got sent a check for like $2,900. She was going to make, like, I think $500 a month. So they said, subtract that amount, and then you can um, send the rest on to the person who's going to wrap your car. She cashed the check, and she did that. Mm-hmm. But what she didn't do was wait to see if the check cleared. So the bank comes knocking on her door a week later saying, hey, that wasn't a real check. We, ne- we want our money back. So now she's out, like, you know, $2,300, $2,400 that she sent to the scammer. Like, now she has to pay mm-hmm. the bank back. She was um, she was recently retired, and, and this story really goes to show how any of us are vulnerable. I, she was a clinician. She worked at uh, Ohio State University in their hospital. She was an educator. She's a very smart, very well-spoken woman, and she even got scammed. She thought, hey, I just retired, easy money. She responded as a joke. And then she went through with it because she thought, oh, this is something I can do, make a little money on the side. And unfortunately, now she owes the bank thousands of dollars. But we had another woman who reported that she was overdrawn on her account after this. Um, And unfortunately, even those who got the check but decided, hey, this doesn't seem right to me, I'm not going to cash it, in order to get that check sent to them, they had to send personal information about themselves and their vehicles first. And so now the scammers have all of that. We've seen uh, 70 reports of the scam across the country this year and more than two dozen just this summer. So what we want people to mm-hmm. do is obviously research not just the websites, but call these companies and say, hey, are you offering this program? Are you paying people to wrap their cars in your logo? Also, never respond to unsolicited text messages and emails. A lot of this came through social media and it came through text message. If you get a text message from a company that you didn't sign up for their text messages, it's a scam because it's illegal for a company to text you unless you've signed up and opted in for their text messages. So don't even respond, just swipe and delete. And also be leery of email, company email addresses that end in Gmail or Yahoo, because most companies will have the name of their company in the domain. It won't be like betterbusinessbureau.yahoo dot, dot, um, or dot .gmail. It'll be, you know, at BBB, serving CT or something like that, whatever the name of the company is. So these scammers will just make up company email addresses with Gmail or Yahoo. 
And then know, know your responsibilities to the bank. Realize before you cash that check that you should, if you're not sure, you should wait 30 days to make sure that it's, it's real and that that money isn't going to be, you know, something that you're going to owe back to the bank in another week. Boy, there's a lot to learn. My sister was uh, visiting from Boston, and she's interested in a car. And uh, we went to some places, and really the, the inventory is so low. Uh, I think there was only one car that was new, and then there was other used, you know, and they're, they're a credible place. It's not that. And they say, well, you know, we can order you one and, you know, just tell us what you like, and they'll have it shipped maybe in a month or two. Um, but then people might feel obligated when they do send the car in. I don't know. Have you had any problems with that? Uh, we haven't heard. Uh, personally, I have a friend that went through that, and they had her put, like, a down payment, and they said, when it comes in, if you don't want it, we'll give you your money back. Mm-hmm. And if you do, obviously that will go towards the what you owe for the car. Um, she hasn't gotten it yet, and that was, oh, a good five months ago. It takes a while, they so. said. They did say it takes a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, we haven't we haven't had any scam tracker reports. But I urge people if they have an issue to go to the BBB scam tracker at bbb dot org slash scam tracker and file a report so we can look into that and stay on top of that. Let's take uh, one more call here. Hi, W. I. Whoops. <laughs> okay, somebody is scamming me on that line. Um, leave us with any other thoughts we need to know, because uh, boy, the more we know, the less chance. When and as you can say, this can happen to anybody. My sister. His friend uh, got scammed for about six grand, and she, my sister, she was the last person she said that would ever get scammed. And um, these people are real professionals that try to do it. And what we're finding is actually the more educated you are, the more likely you are to fall for a scam. No kidding. Reason being is that you think that well, I'm educated, I know about scams, so it's not going to happen to me. And that's when it happens to you is when you don't, when you least expect it, um, when you have your guard down. Also, we're seeing it in retirees because they're they're maybe not where they thought they would be financially, and so they're they're willing to risk more money in order to get to the place they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then young people too, because they're on social media, they're being exposed to all of these ads, uh, that these nefarious ads from scammers, and they're clicking on things they shouldn't be clicking on. They also just don't have as much experience in the world, so they're they're you know they're young consumers. So they also are more likely to fall for scams. So it, it runs the gamut. And the biggest tip I can give is just do your research. Go to the Internet. Look at that website. Go to BBB.org. Look at reviews and complaints. Look up the name of the company with the word scam and visit the BBB Scam Tracker. If you do your research, you know, you should be protected and you should feel confident that you're making the right choice. Christian, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Looking forward to next time. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You too. Bye. Stu Breyer with your WICH. We'll be back. Uh, This portion of our program is an open topic. 94.5 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. So, yeah, I used the savings from switching to Progressive 50 years ago to finally buy my dream car. It's a self-driving flying car, but we just say self-flying now. You know, because it's the future, and cars fly in the future. 
here. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeemrewards. Terms apply. WICH, welcome to the program. Hi, is your guest still with you? No, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, okay. I guess I missed her. Thank you. I'm sorry you did. Thank you. Okay, I had a couple of hang-ups and probably hurt other people from getting through, and uh, that's too bad. Anywho, she uh, comes on our program quite a bit, and we like to keep up to date with her because... Uh, these devils keep changing their stuff lots of times, and uh, they vary they vary them, and we want to make sure that uh, you don't get caught in the trap. Because, boy, there's a lot of that going on, especially if you're online a lot. Let's uh, go to our lines now. 860-889-5252 is the number. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I was listening to the uh, guest you had on regarding uh, BBB, so I'm thinking um, they seem to be an intermediate organization to eradicate all these problems people are having, and I don't know why they're not um, in conjunction with IT, the technology, and uh, we shouldn't be going through scam trackers. You know, um, what to do if you get this. They should be on top of things and eradicate it immediately uh, so it's not repetitious and so that people don't have to do this long list of how to not uh, take the scams. Um, I, 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. BBB, every time you have them on, they uh, hear the problems. They're saying what to do, but it seems to be uh, a process. Um, well, they're, they're doing the best they can. It's not easy. It's not easy doing what they're doing to, to catch people. And uh, you got to give them a little uh, slack here. They can't well, wave a wand and fix it. Well, your do not call list, the do not call us doesn't work. That doesn't work. There's so many things that doesn't work with BBB. They have, you know, they're getting paid. It's an organization that is not enough. They're not strong enough. Well, it's the best so, we have, and besides consumer reports, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh. Sylvia uh, is Ann Rice, and she wants to know about books about serial killers. Okay. Okay, you got yeah, that? I got it. Thank you for the call. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Hey, could I have the number of the Better Business Bureau? I don't see why not. Uh, it's... Oh, speak up loud. I can't hear you. Well, I'm right in front of the mic. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. 
Okay. 860. Yes. 740. 740. 4,500. 4,500. And would that pertaining to roofing contractors, too? Oh, sure. I assume so. If you want okay, to get... thank you a lot. Oh, hold on. Don't go away. If you want to get the extension to the gal I talked to, it's 103. Extension 103. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Sure, roofers, beers, cans, whatever. WICH, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Ah, too bad they don't uh, look into what uh, the state does to the people on shady practices. I have one one comment. I got my last conspiracy of the day theory, okay? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, you know, all of the gangs and stuff that we do know are in Connecticut, and somehow they just seem to be able to have cars to drive around and to create their crimes all over the state. Especially coming from the Hartford way over this way. Are you going to tell me that those ones driving those cars, gang members, I'm, I'm pointing the finger at them, they're going to sit down and take a driver's test with somebody? I don't think so. My question is, how do they get their driver's license? Are they doing the New York thing, just passing them out? Like candy at Halloween? That's my question for the day. I want everyone to think about that. Okay, we'll do that, Susan. Thank you. Okay. I don't think they just indiscriminately give out driver's license. Certainly didn't do it with me. You're on the air. Welcome. I have a real simple question. I just want to know, where did Dan O'Brien go? <laughs> Dan is uh, off to other things. You know, he's Aww. he sings in a band. He's... Uh, I know. A hockey he plays hockey. And oh, I know. I, I, I miss Dan oh. terribly. I miss him. I really miss oh. him. I just came back from vacation, and I thought, oh, he's on vacation, and I don't hear him. And I thought, oh, boy, I bet he just, he's 70. He just decided I've, I have I have too many irons in the fire. I'm just going to do my thing. Aw. Oh. One thing about Dan, he's always got a lot of irons in the fire. Absolutely. And his dog and his, oh, well... And then we can't even contact him because he's not on Facebook anymore because he's not associated with the radio station at all. Oh, he's not on Facebook, and I, I, di- I didn't realize that. I don't know, and maybe he has his own Facebook. Yeah, but I don't have that because, I mean, we do chat quite a bit. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, you never know. Maybe our paths will cross, and I'll meet him out there again sometime. But we'll still listen to you, Stu. <laughs> Do you want to give me your first name and I'll mention that you were asking about him? Or? Yeah, it's Karen Murray. He'll know who it is. Okay, Karen. Well, I miss him, too. Okay. Well, thanks, Stu. Thanks for the information. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Stu Bryan with your WICH. 83 degrees. The forecast is, you know what it is, hazy, hot, humid, 70s tonight, a little bit warmer tomorrow. That's Okay. Let's keep summer as long as we can. No matter the season, there's always work to do. What's better than the legendary power and performance of Husqvarna to help make the toughest jobs easy on you? The added versatility they offer when paired with genuine Husqvarna accessories. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna parts and accessories, visit KNH. Plainfield and at the Brooklyn Fair this weekend. Here's some words you might like. Fun. Yeah, that's good. Family. Hmm, like that too. 
Oh, forgot this one. Free. And do you know where you'll find all of this? At Fire in the Tent. A free, fun family event this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Life is expensive these days, so getting live entertainment, music, a kids' carnival, messages that will inspire you, and it doesn't cost a thing? Sign me up. Fire in the Tent. This Saturday at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. So if you'd like to call in on any subject, we have a, a little time left. Tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll have some open forum, naturally, and also a guest about people who are addicted to the cell phones and the computers and what can we do about it, particularly young people who now don't go out and play like we used to. Want to go out and play? They stay in with those machines with their nose against it, and sometimes it's really over the top. So we'll get into that and other things, but let's take this call. Welcome to the program. Mr. Stu, how do you do? All right. Is this French fry? <laughs> this is French fry. <laughs> hey. I was listening to your guest there and something, well, not something similar. One of the scams that's going on, I, I put a generator that I don't need anymore on Facebook Marketplace. And I no sooner listed that generator, I got a reply. And I said, boy, that was fast. Mm-hmm. And there was some lady, uh, do you still have the generator still available? And I said, I guess it's still available, being that I just put it on there two seconds ago. And uh, well, my son is really interested in it. And uh, uh, the price sounds good. And I said, okay, fine. And I said, I can deliver it if you'd like. Um, a lot of people don't have access to a pickup truck or, you know, that type of stuff. So I made that mm-hmm. offer to her. Mm-hmm. She, didn't, she didn't squabble about the price, didn't try to, to get me down, which I thought was unusual. And she says, well, do you have, it wasn't PayPal. It was some kind of uh, other form of, of uh, online payments. And Uh-oh. I like, yeah. Yeah, so I could send the money to that. And then, because my son doesn't have a bank account and, blah, 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 and I said, no, cash only, please, and uh, then she never answered any more, any more uh, messages on, on Marketplace, she just went silent, so I looked her up on Facebook, and she did exist on Facebook, but in Russia. In Russia? In Russia, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Everything, everything on her Facebook page was written in Russian, <laughs> and all the pictures were from Russian from Russia, all the pictures, you know, she had family pictures on there, which were probably fake anyway, but huh. uh, yeah, it, it originated from Russia, so you got to do your research. <laughs> so how would this have worked? Um, how would you have got? Know. How would you have I, gotten a tour? I don't have no idea Yeah. I, what the deal was. I, I got a feeling that this thing that they were going to put money in, I probably would have had to, I, I don't know, but anyway. it, it was, yeah, it got real real strange, real fast. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, but well, anyway, they're always out there trying to get something from you. Oh, my God. More, really than, more than we can even imagine. I mean, oh, you should see the stuff I get and the calls I get. and Oh, my God. I, I get calls on my cell phone at night that'll mm-hmm. say potential spam. Yeah. But I'll answer, I'll answer it, and I'll say, Connecticut State Police Road Division, how may I direct your call? And they hang up. Oh, really? That's rude. Yeah. That's rude of crooks to hang up on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I was out in Indiana, I'd answer a sheriff's department fraud division. How my answer? How my direct your call? And then they'd hang up. No, no. That's not only do they want to rip you off, but they're rude. Yeah. Well, I got a I got a question for you. Sure. Though. Remember that 
that New London Day or New London, whatever it was, I had the contest for the radio disc jockeys and stuff. I, I never heard any who, who won that or how they, you made out or what the deal was. Well, I, I don't think I made out because I never heard anything from them. Oh, because I never saw... I see in the New London Day paper they have advertisements for pizza places and insurance companies, and they say voted number one. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen anything about the the three DJs that were in the contention. Well, I, 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 I voted haven't... like a Democrat. I voted like a thousand times. But... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I uh, I don't expect that I won because I didn't hear from anybody, but I I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, okay. Well, I was just curious. With my I stuffed the ballot box. Well, thanks. I, uh, I did. A, I did appreciate getting nominated, but uh, I don't yeah. know what actually the final uh, thing was. All right. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank you, Mr. French Fry. All right, kid. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. You too. That's his nickname. I just don't call anybody French Fry unless they really are. We like to throw in a little humor on our program. Uh, stand-up comedians, I should say, Mitch. Hedberg was a very popular comedian, and he appeared on the uh, David Letterman show. So this should be a very clean monologue, and here's Mitch. Times before, and he will be appearing at the Improv in Addison, Texas, from August 28th through September 1st. Oh, it's nice in Texas that time of year. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to The Late Show, Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> All right, if Bruce Springsteen did stand-up comedy, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to write these jokes. So uh, I sit at the hotel at night, I think of something that's funny, then I go get a pen and I write it down. Or if the pen's too far away, I have to convince myself that what I thought of ain't funny. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't stay at the, uh, I don't stay at the bed and breakfast. I don't think I would. Because I figured if you stay at a bed and breakfast, by the end of the day, you start to get hungry. <laughs> Is that all you got around here? Then you need to direct me to a chair lunch dinner. <laughs> so I'm going to open up a chain of chair lunch dinners and put them right across the street from the bed and breakfast. <laughs> Say, come on over about one. <laughs> but you had to leave at 11. Because you ain't sleeping in the chair. You know, when, you know when a company wants to use le- letters in their phone number to be catchy, but oftentimes they use too many letters? Give us a call down here at 1-800-I-REALLY-ENJOY-CARPETING. <laughs> it's too many letters, man. Must I dial them all? Hello, hold on, I'm only on ENJOY. How did you know I was calling? You're good, I can see why they hired you. I drove by a company that sold manufactured homes, but these were repossessed manufactured homes. I would not want to be a manufactured home repo man. Those would be hard to sneak away. Knock, 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 hi. Could you go cut your grass? Then look that way for half an hour? All right. You know on TV, when they have a fishing show on TV, they catch the fish, but they let it go. They don't want to eat the fish, but they do want to make it late for something. (laughs) Where were you? I got caught. 
Liar, let me see the inside of your lip. Dog, dogs are forever in the push-up position. That joke. That joke. That joke is dumb. I'm aware of that. Advil has a candy coating. It's delicious. And it says right on the bottle, do not have more than two. Well, then do not put a candy coating around it. For I cannot help myself. Let me have 10 Advil. Do you got a, I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> I think I screwed part of that joke up. I, I apologize about that. Yeah, I saw this commercial on TV. It said, you can water your hard-to-reach plants with this product. Now, who would make their plants hard-to-reach? That seems so very mean. I know you need water, but I'm going to make you hard-to-reach. I will throw water at you. Hopefully, they'll invent a product before you shrivel and die. I would imagine if you could understand Morse code, a tap dancer would drive you crazy. <laughs> anyway, this product that was on TV said, you can have this product for four easy payments of $19.95. I would like to have a product that was available for three easy payments and one complicated payment. <laughs> we ain't gonna tell you which payment it is, but one of these payments is gonna be hard. I find that Duck's opinion of me is very much influenced over whether or not I have bread. <laughs> a, duck, a duck loves bread, but he does not have the capability to buy a loaf. That's the biggest joke on the duck ever. Like if I worked at a convenience store and a duck came in and grabbed a loaf of bread with his beak and walked out, I let him go. I say, come back tomorrow, bring your friends. You can have the Petridge Farm bread. You know that, Petridge Farm bread. That stuff is fancy, man. It's wrapped twice. You open it, and it still ain't open. That's why I don't buy it. I don't need another step between me and toast. Thank you, thank you. He's a funny guy. He was a funny guy. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. But uh, Mitch Hedberg, and very creative. He wrote his own material, as a lot of the comedians do. In the olden days, somebody would write their material. Not that they weren't funny, but they got material from somebody else. Even the great Bob Hope, although he could ad-lib. All of the great comedians we grew up with had writers. But these days, most of the comedians write their own material, which is... In another dimension. Just thought I would throw that in. Hey, we're five minutes till two at WICH as we roll along here. Maybe we'll play a tune or two to take you to the news at two o'clock. If you'd like to send me the pillow you dream on, we can have a pillow fight.
the pillow you dream on. I don't know what that costs. What is it? 60 cents a stamp now? Hmm. So, uh, you see the my pillow guy? He's now my everything. <laughs> my slippers, my pajamas, my sheets, my bedspread. He's hogging everything. Is there anything he doesn't have? Pretty soon he'll have my electric car, my toaster. Anyway, God bless him. Seems to be doing a pretty good job with all of that stuff, but he should share it. Thanks for being with me today. It's been a diverse day with lots of subjects. And thanks for Christian from the Better Business Bureau. She's always up to date on everything looking out for us. Hope everybody, you please be kind to each other. That's not a hard thing to do, being kind, you know. Don't hold it in if you have something kind you want to say to somebody. Maybe they cook something great. They look great. You're just happy that they're your friends. Let them know. It'll make their day. Here are the kids. They're one of a kind. End of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Truly amazed they never forget their lines. It's amazing to me. Sunny and warm this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the mid to upper 80s. Uh, warm tonight in the 70s. And the temperatures will be higher tomorrow. It's 83 degrees. Jimmy Fallon follows the news with his interesting talk show.
Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. And we're on FM2 now, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. When you hear the beep, it'll be news.